welcome back, Full Heel Podcast, to another episode of the Full Heel Podcast. I don't know why I said that twice, but go ahead and check out the rewrites. That was the rewrites right there, uh, Lightning Dance, off the French Summer EP. So go ahead and check out their YouTube, their SoundCloud. Go ahead and check out all their music. Uh, there's some of my buddies that helped me out with the show. And if you want more of the rewrites, uh, Toucan was on with me yesterday on the Fight Companion and also on the network, uh, Frankie, the bassist of the rewrites, is on the Full Heel Network doing football on Full Heel. That is the soccer version of Full Heel Podcast with my fraternity brothers and uh, Andres, um, all high school buddies, doing or talking about um, soccer. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, though. You'll get all of that on the network here on YouTube or audio. And you also get me playing Call of Duty or whatever game I decide to play from here on out. And also they get... And you get Ryan. <laughs> Welcome, Ryan. What's going on, Ryan? Ah, living the dream, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Happy Father's Day, actually. I forgot to tell you. Happy Father's yes. Day. Yes, thank you very much. Yes, it's a blast. I love it. The kids make it worth everything, man. I bet, I bet. I hope you're enjoying your macaroni, arts and crafts things, your poorly drawn uh, pictures that will go in the garbage in the next couple months. Oh, I, 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 I mean, in the box, even, special memory. Sorry, I don't even bother telling them about Father's Day. Like, like it's like I, you're what you're gonna give me a card. It's gonna sit there. And it, we're also moving too, mm-hmm. so it's like on top of everything else. It's like I don't need more crap brought in just to get rid of it. Yeah. So it's kind of like you know what? Spend the day together means more to me than that Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm here and not with them (laughs) no uh yeah we had a fun morning we have a nice little uh barbecue plan for the night nice uh just a little some veggie burgers and coleslaw and stuff like that just is that really a barbecue yeah technically (laughs) because you're barbecuing it I'm, I'm barbecuing it technically, or gr- I guess I'm grilling it because yeah. it's not a barbecue. It's yeah. like a cast. It's a gr- cast iron grill. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, that's uh, yeah, that's that's our plan for the day. Yeah, we are barbecuing today. Um, we are. I actually grilled for my dad on. Um, what was it Friday? No, I didn't grill for him. Sorry, I cooked for him. I made salmon. Oh yeah, that's. I made some badass salmon. I made some cauliflower rice with shrimp and broccoli with cheese. I cooked for him and my mom. I told him, I'm like, uh, I'm like, Dad, do you want me to buy you anything? Because I've given him clothes the uh, past couple, either birthdays or Father's Day. Right. So I'm like, Dad, do you want me to buy you more clothes? Or do you want me to cook for you and my mom on Friday? And he's like, uh, just cook for us because, you know, they know I cook well. So Nice, nice. They, they chose that option, so I was able to give them that. Perfect. Yeah, I got nothing else besides bring up In Your House 5. Me and Ryan have been doing In Your Houses. We've done In Your House 1 through 4. We covered the NXT In Your House, and today we will be doing In Your House 5. I couldn't think of anything else. Well, it was, there was a toss-up. It was either going to be, you know, watch a good old-school pay-per-view or talk about Backlash 2020. Oh, it, it was... <laughs> not, not gonna go there no we can talk about it that, that's that was uh, it's, a it, garbage pay-per-view uh yeah. i think they've had raws better than that uh aews are better than what they gave us that night yeah it was thanks weird, for trying like, but it was weird i um I, I i tuned in like i started watching it around the tag team title match because <laughs> i was kind of excited for the 
for the Raiders and uh, and the Street Profits. I was like, I I've enjoyed their little competition videos that they've done. They've been fun. Oh, you so you were excited for the mats that didn't happen. <laughs> I was so I'm thinking like, oh sweet, I'm just in time because I, I saw I looked on the internet to see like what had happened thus far. I'm like, oh sweet, the tag match is up next. Like perfect timing for me to to jump in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what in the fuck is this? Like this is garbage. And then. I mean, the greatest wrestling match ever was what I figured it was going to be because it was pre-recorded. There was going to be no mistakes. It was going to look so fluid and perfect. Yeah, I don't know. I get it. I Look, I, I think what makes uh, aspects of a match perfect are two guys with really good chemistry, able to call it in the ring, aspects of it, with aspects of them planning it out. Hey, we're going here. How we get there is up to us. We're going to do this where there's going to be a false cover there. How we get there is going to be up to us. Maybe we can set a uh, mid-move in order how we're going to get there in order to transition into this. Right, yeah. But it seemed like everything was scripted from the fucking, from everything, from we're going to do this move to this move. Yeah, yeah, to, to, to go off of that, I love the A to B, B to C, until you get down to the fall. Mm -hmm. And you sit back in in the room and you, talk out okay we want to do this 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 how do we get to there otherwise we'll call everything in the ring as we go because you know how to do this with me i know how to do that with you edge and randy orton have um, i guess there was a eight year or nine year layoff but they have like a 16 year thing going back to like 2004 2005 maybe so they know each other well enough Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of putting it together and then yeah the it just, I said it last week, these matches, um, AEW, WWE, doesn't matter. These pre-taped cinematic matches, they're just becoming too much. It's like back in the Attitude Era when it was like the hardcore match was every other segment was the hardcore champion getting pinned. Like eventually it's like, okay, I get it. Like it's a 24-7, like once here, once there is okay. You don't overkill it. Like it's... But, I mean... You mean don't overkill it by, hey, let's steal everyone's fucking finishers from our era and let's do them on each other and show them that these finishers aren't shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, was it Orton kicked... Or Edge kicked out of the pedigree and then then hit Orton with a rock bottom, like, within a minute later. I I get the connection between Orton and the pedigree. I don't connect... I don't get the connection between Edge and the rock bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can see, like, you want to try and hit some... And their Twitter, uh, I think it was their Twitter, um, they put something up, like, if you're going to have the greatest wrestling match of all time, you have to break out the greatest finishers of all time. And I'm like, so one second, if, if the rock bottom is one of the greatest finishers of all time, why didn't Edge use that instead of the spear? Yeah. Like what? Like so? Like you're saying this guy's entire career, he wasn't using a great finishing move. And how good was that great finishing move if it didn't put the guy away? Also, it's like, it's. I could suspend disbelief if it's like, all right, the rock bottom is only for the rock, and other people can do that move, but it's sacrilegious to call it the rock bottom. You can do it whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Look, if like the bookend. Yes, that's another finisher, but that's the bookend. If you're gonna use it as a as a transition move, don't name it the name of the finisher that someone else has used. <laughs> name it the name of the move, whatever exactly. that yes. whatever that is. 
I'm not exactly sure what, but it has a name. It's not the rock bottom and it's not the book end, which eventually that's what it was dubbed. That's, as, that's as how we know them now. Yeah. They, the tons of guys used to use those moves and it's like anything, right? Like, like, uh, Austin's, um, the jaw jacker or something like that was, was the stunner. Mm -hmm. And it was just a move that hadn't been seen in a long time. And then they, and they, you know, Austin picked it up and started using it as his. And it was like, you know, you see guys kick out of it when it was the main event of a a pay-per-view, like, you know, WrestleMania, the rock's going to kick out of of the stunner kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But now you have John Cena using a springboard stunner and Kevin Owens using a stunner and, and, you know, everyone else uses a stunner and it's a setup move. It's like Jake, Jake the snake with the DDT. Every guy, so many guys got their own variation of a DDT but they were never a finishing move. It was just... You know what's hilarious? I think last week we were having a very similar conversation to this, and then they go to the fucking greatest wrestling match ever, and they go and they do everything that we were complaining about. Right, right. <laughs> like, hey, we're going to take everyone's finishers, and we're just going to throw them out there and kick out of every single one of them, and then we're going to land ours and show that we're better. No, name the moves what they are if you're going to be kicking out of them and using them as transition moves. I'm surprised that they went with the um, the finish of the um, the punt. Oh, okay. Because if you go to like WWE top ten or something, you know, I mean, like that, like they're I don't know if it's on YouTube or through Facebook or Instagram, whatever they put, they put up like a top ten countdown every couple of days or once a week, whatever it is. And one of them was something to do with I think it might have been Orton versus Edge, um, leading into that match, and. Orton runs up to punt Edge, and the video freezes, and they cut that segment out because that's deemed too violent now. And then they end up, so it's like saying, like, we can't show you this segment because it's too violent, but we're going to bring it back for this match. I'm like, motherfucker, if you're going to bring it back for the match, just put it in, like, we know. It's pay-per-view, Ryan. It's pay-per-view. It's like the the, stir. I I get it because AEW is kind of doing a similar thing, I think, where they're going to keep hardcore matches to pay-per-view in order so they can do blood and a bunch of crazy right. shit. Um, oh, man. Cody got a bleed, man. <laughs> with, with, dude, that one... Me and Hastings <laughs> bought that fucking pay-per-view. Cody dove headfirst into oh, the that's fucking... Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Into the steel fucking... And we're like, wait, was that real or was that fake? But that it, was, like... it was real fake because... It was real, but it was planned. But it was real that he crashed his fucking head into the. Yeah, it w- he was supposed to do part of that, but I don't. Th- but he wasn't supposed to take the severe head trauma that went along with it. It's like, <laughs> like, it's like uh, all right, I, I want to get a badass cut, but how am I going to get it? You got to smash your head into the fucking. You got to do it the floor. hard way, okay? Like, all right. Well, do you think there's any way I can avoid head damage or brain damage? Uh, maybe. They sat. They sat down with him. Yeah. They show. They they sat him down. And they showed him. Uh, Ricky the Dragon and Jake the Snake, I'm like here we can do it this way, <laughs> like I'm, yeah. Like I remember, I remember watching the the highlights like the day after that match. It was just like fuck, like that. You put up that Ricky the uh, Dragon and uh, Jake the Snake. Yeah, See, the thing that like Cody's was bad, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't hollow all the way through compared to the Yo, fucking dude, hollowness. The yeah, the hollowness of the cement, dude. You can hear the gunk. And you're like, oh, and fuck. The, like Jake, and the funny thing, like it's on the, I think the Ricky Steamboat something to wrestle. They said, like he told, like I, I can get my hands up in time. You, you should do it. And Jake's like, I don't know if I really want to do it, man. This is pretty dangerous. He's like, no, no, no. Trust me, I, I'll get, I'll figure something out. Nope. 
Yeah, I think even Jake was like, "Hey, dude, the way I do it, we can't do it on the outside." Yeah, and he's and and yeah, and Ricky was so hell bent on on doing it that way, but ooh, ooh had trauma. I'm glad that it hasn't like severely fucked over uh, Ricky because it seems like he's still cognitively there. He's still able to speak. It hasn't really fucked up his, his speech and his his head as much as other wrestlers that have maybe you know wrestled a little bit too long and taken damage to the head. Taken too many chair shots. I mean, he kind of got out also before like chair shots were like a very common thing. Like you look at someone like Mankind who took like Mankind in that Royal Rumble I quit match against The Rock took much more damage than Ricky Steele probably took in a, any 10 year period of his career that you want to look at. I would probably guess. Yeah, yeah, but I think the chair shots were the least of McFoley's uh, <laughs> worries. <laughs> it was the handcuff with the chair shots. Yeah. His missing ears, teeth coming through his nose, flying off hell in the cells. Except those 11 chair shots that The Rock did were kind of excessive. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be like three or four, and then The Rock's just like, here, let me hit you twice really quick succession. And he's like unable to stand. And as a kid, you're like, this is fucking awesome. And then you watch it as an adult, and you're like, oh, he legitimately could not stand. Like... <laughs> He, he was bleeding the hard way numerous times over. Like, that segment from Beyond the Mat is still so hard to watch. I actually need to watch the Last Ride Undertaker documentary. I haven't seen it. Um, I, I've waited to get to this point where they have them all out now, I think it is. I'm going to uh, probably binge it this, this week or next. This is how I know it's good. My guys are telling me to watch it. I haven't seen it, but Full Heel Podcast is telling me to watch it. Uh, That's good. Two can and Frankie and then they're like, Hey, you should watch it and like I think Jesus watched a couple of episodes and said it was good too. I just haven't gotten a chance because uh Warzone. Warzone is out. Ah, uh, yeah. I actually went shopping today for, to looking for uh the Modern Warfare the whole game so I could play Team Deathmatch and all the other little other options to play on there. Right now it's just like it, there's a lot of options still with the free one, but I wouldn't mind having the the full game if I'm gonna dedicate my time to upstreaming and playing Call of Duty. It's fun again. It's fun again. It's fun again. So if you guys haven't by now, go ahead and bring up In Your House 5, December, I think it's December 17th, uh, 1995. Yep. Um, Seasons Beatings, I guess it's a... Oh, I was, I was just about to look that up because I was going to say, I think it's called Season's Beatings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's called Season's Beatings. Uh, Triple H is going to face Henry Godwin. I think that feud was started at the last in your house when Henry chased uh, Oh, Triple yeah, H. When, he, when he got the, the slot bucket and he was hiding behind King. That's right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have... Uh, That's the Arkansas hog pen match, yeah, too. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. Psycho Sid taking on... Oh, no, Psycho Sid and 1-2-3-Kid. You like the alliteration that they did? Yeah. Uh, taking on Razor Ramon and fuck, who was the other guy? Marty Jannetty. Because like they fucked Razor hard yeah, there. Man. The, the seeds were planted there as well, where Kid kind of fucked Razor over a couple times by coming in and counting, and then Razor yeah, I think he's in. I think he's in the Million Dollar Corporation by yes, this point. Yes, I watched the role yeah. before this. Yeah, to get a little bit of info on this. Yeah, he's in the Million Dollar Corporation at this time, and he's all about the money and screw the fans. So. Well, eventually, man. Yeah. So go ahead and bring that up on the network. Me and Ryan are going to hit play in just a second or two. Um, let's see. I got I got this ready, the countdown. To start with, I got my Master Chief controller holder ready. So 
Nice. <clears throat> uh, I'm ready when you are, Ryan. All right, so uh, on go then. So three, two, one, go. mics are picking up everything so we started at uh at zero pretty much mine was at one so we watched yeah. the intro and everything uh, i know other people don't in their podcast uh something to wrestle with <laughs> they skip it yeah <laughs> i guess they don't oh, talk yeah. over it but um yeah i guess they're doing the promo for this because we're gonna have bret hart defending his i think he's defending it against yep, uh, no, his number one WWF Championship. He won it at Survivor Series against Diesel in a no disqualification match. Diesel was not selling, so they're like, "Fuck it, let's put it on, uh, let's put it on Hart." And um, so the story here is, unless you want to tell it, Ryan. It's, yeah, I'll, so I'll it's, the three, I, it's three years favorites. earlier at uh, at SummerSlam. It was Brett versus Davy Boy, brother in law versus brother in law uh, at Wembley. Um, probably one of the first times that the Intercontinental title was the main event over the uh, WWF Championship. And in a fantastic one, top three Intercontinental title matches of all time, potentially a top five, top ten match period of all time, uh, British Bulldog gets the win <laughs> over Bret Hart. They hug it out. It's all good. We've actually uh, broken down that's, that actual match in some of our yeah. favorite matches. Or even in the um, Hart episode. It might have been, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, so now we're here three years later and Bulldog, though, that would time they were both face. Now uh, Bulldog is heel in this match. So it's uh, a little bit more. He's got the instead of the loving nature to it, Bulldog is to saying, like, I will kick your ass and take that title pretty much in a more PG way. But the, so it is a little bit more depth because they have the backstory. If he's beaten him once, can he beat him a second time? And we will see. If you know anything about the British Bulldogs career, spoiler alert, he never holds a heavyweight championship. <laughs> one of the one of the best to never. And it sucks, man, because when he was at, it, during his era, you had so many good guys and like so many like uh, personalities and characters that they were able to use. That the British Bulldog was able to build build himself up as such a great wrestler, but I think what happened was the era of personalities and uh, characters. I know that that was supposed to be a snowball that they threw at the camera for behind in your house, but it definitely looked <laughs> like a money shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, like I, I think the drugs also, because he had been fired a number of times for, for uh, no, maybe not a number of times, but he left the WWF a few times for money and he had had some drug issues. And I'm sure that Vince also was, very nervous about putting a title on someone that might end up being suspended for some reason or another. But um, yeah, you look at guys like even going back, like Rick Rude, uh, Roddy Piper, um, even, uh, you know, in this era right here, you know, British Bulldog and Scott Hall, there's two more perfect examples of guys that should have had a reign. Like, I wouldn't have even been mad if Bulldog won that title off Diesel and just been a transitional champion. So, and the, he, he could have kept the title going into this one and dropped it to Brett or something. Like He could have been a little champion just to kind of get something going and seeing what they could have worked with, but unfortunately they didn't, so. Yeah. Sid and the kid. 
Sounds like a really bad TV show. <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely went with that tag team because of, uh, like, what do we do with one, two, three kid now? Well, let's turn him heel against Razor. Yeah, but what do we do? How? I love too that they. He's a bad guy, and all he and he still was. All they drop is one, two, three. They keep it as he's the kid. Yeah. Like of all the, like you couldn't give him a better name. He's a bad guy now. He's just the kid. Sit in the kid. Damn, Razor with the IC yeah, championship. Why is he wearing a leather jacket? This is a weird. Because he's got to match uh, his tag team partner. Oh, okay. That's. I think that's the only real reason why. But why is Marty Jannetty wearing a leather jacket? <laughs> because Shawn Michaels used to wear one back in the day, and he wants to. <laughs> Maybe if I were one, I can be popular too. And you can see the seeds planted there for Gold Dust and Razor Ramon. They were going to have uh, Royal Rumble '96, mm-hmm. the uh, their title match. Something people don't like touching on, but you know, Razor, yeah. Razor didn't, didn't really like or actually protested working with uh, Gold Dust because he didn't like the. And they argue that it's not a homosexual character, but it's a homosexual character. What is that, ambiguous? They're uh, androgynous. Androgynous, there we go. That's yeah. the word they like using. But it's uh, it's not just the fact that it is 1990. Do you take that step back? And Razor Ramon was, you know, he grew up in the, in the 70s and 80s where it was the macho men. And if you were gay, it was looked at as a weakness. And oh, yeah. he's And they want to use a storyline where... He's gonna get kissed by another man, like and he, like I can see why he would say no. It's not like it is today. Like there's a lot there. I think people, wrestlers today for a storyline might be more willing to have a Goldust style character if they could work it and accept a certain thing that they might not care for, but they would accept it for the sake of whatever. Mm-hmm. Like if it was a girl, it's cool. If it's, it's a guy, it's cool. Like I that's. I don't. I don't think that it's necessarily like. I don't. Know. It's. It, it was a weird character for a weird time. They definitely tried. We've talked about it. They tried to bury Dustin Runnels, and Dustin Runnels said, "All right, cool." Twenty-four years later, I'm still doing the, the same gimmick. Yep, hundred percent. And he'll be a Hall of Famer. I'm. I'm sure eventually. Yeah. And, and it sucks saying like, "Oh, you know, it's the era," but that's what it was. You can't look back in the past and try to condemn people for stuff that was. No, well, that, that's it. Sucks it. to say it was the norm. That's how everyone felt at the time, whether it be right, whether it be wrong. But yeah. it, was, it was definitely 100% ignorance to the fact mm-hmm. of, you know, gay people deserve to have 100% the same rights that me or you or any fucking person has. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, and even looking at what's happening around the world, but mostly through the states with, like, Black Lives Matter, like... You have to take everything. Like, you can't... Like, And this is what I hate when people say, oh, you can't take down the statues because you're never going to remember anything. It's like, no. Because we know how black people were treated for centuries. Yeah. Like, it's not... Like, you take a statue down, I'm not going to forget it. And my kids will eventually learn that from... Like, and it will get passed on. And you take the eras that were ignorant and you learn from that to teach the next generation how to be better. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. And Goldust was probably a very, I mean, he, he, not maybe, he was a very controversial figure at the time. But think about how many kids watched wrestling back in the 90s that were gay, that saw Goldust, and they saw something that they could connect to, that they could utilize to find a strength. Like, you don't, like, it happens. Like, it's... AEW has definitely uh, not catered, but definitely welcomed... uh 
trans, uh, oh, transgender, um, the woman's champion, yeah, right? The, or, the, or the first woman's champion, not anymore. Uh, actually, Riho won it, and then Riho lost it to Nia Jax, but not, or not Nia Jax, sorry. Nia Jax. <laughs> well, um, here come the emails. Yeah, come the emails. <laughs> uh, I can't think of her name. I, I know who, um, I want to say Fallon Fox, but that's the MMA girl. Yeah, the MMA girl. Um, and Nia Jax, yeah. She is attractive. She's put on a lot of weight since she started wrestling. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, that's something that, you know, I do not prefer. But she is an attract. She has a pretty face, and she had a model's body. I did not think she was even plus size when they were calling her plus size at the time. And I think those kind of comments and those kind of, you know, public uh, judging is what caused her to, you know, not give a fuck anymore. But like, hey, if you guys are going to fucking call me fat for being thin and being a model, I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. And, you know... More power to her. She can do whatever the hell she wants with her body. 100%, yeah. Um, it, everyone has their preferences, and I'm just a fucking idiot talking shit. Nia Jax is a professional wrestler making that money in a profession that I wish that I could fucking be a part well, of. And that's, you know? and that's the thing. like we, Whenever we criticize someone, it's because of their performances. Mm-hmm. It's not about their looks. It's not about anything. It's about... If we attack Nia Jax in any which way, it's because she's dangerous in the ring. Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's the truth. Like that's the only time that I think I've, I've ever said anything negative about her. It's she's just it's, is she trustworthy? Mm-hmm. Like would would I step in the ring with her? Probably not, unless I want to get like stares upside the head. You know. <laughs> but I've seen a couple of those, uh, you know, adult films where the girl wrestles the guy. I wouldn't mind doing one of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um yeah no but uh they've been working on razor here uh sid and sid and kid Razor's yeah it start, starts off with uh yeah we start off there with the the kid and janetti and every time janetti tried to tag in razor one two three he would try to tag out so janetti would like they he didn't want to face razor um, and and you know and this is another prime example like we've talked about when everyone thinks that like no one you don't realize how tall Riz Ramon is until you see him fighting Sid and then it's we we talked about it at ad nauseum but it's just another thing to think that gets he's not considered a big guy for some reason or another but, yeah, but he's Sid is there, and then he's bigger than Sid and it's like wait why is Sid the <laughs> yeah. big guy and they don't fucking say anything about Razor yeah 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 oh fuck Marginati's still stuck in 1984 yeah. I like the tassels though. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get well, he, had, some of that. he had the tassels at the uh, nice power slam. He had the tassels in that gold gold dust match that we watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's but, all about um, the tassels. Yeah, and I'm glad we touched on that. Well, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that till the gold dust came out. But uh, didn't all homosexual and transgender and bisexual people win a hundred percent rights? or non-discriminatory uh yeah it was something like it was it was deemed that they were they were yeah the constitution like it didn't specify them but the supreme court says that they they basically the supreme court said that gay people are humans (laughs) it's like when i was reading the headline i'm like it gives something like lgbtq uh have equal rights in the workplace i'm like wait one second (laughs) In 2020, people need to be told that yeah. still. Hey, dude, if the dude can work as a dude or girl, whatever, can work. I'm not using Zims or fuck that shit, all right? Yeah, no, I, I get you. If if they work just as fucking good as me, I have no complaints. That's, my, That's That it. was always my thing. When I was working in restaurants, when I was hiring somebody, it was I don't care about 
your orientation. I don't care about your, your gender. I don't care about your skin color. It's can you perform when I need you to perform? If you can't work a busy Saturday night in the restaurant, if you're going to say it's too hot, I don't care. You're gone. If you can do it, awesome. Let's go. I like how they switched it out here to Janetti and the kid to get a little bit faster pace. Yeah. But then they went to uh, But then they go to Gold Dust. Yeah. It's like, we've got some exciting guys in the ring right here that could do some some pretty good high-flying stuff. And you're like, yeah, let's go to an interview. It's funny, though, like when, oh, Janetti, that was a terrible sell. He had his hand up to block the shot before he even. (laughs) Uh, It's funny because when you see Janetti in the ring against Sid and against the one, two, three kid and all that, um, you realize, like, if he could have just fucking stayed, if he was just smart. And he's like, you know what? I'm not going to have those drinks tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he could have been like a pretty solid mid card guy. Like, like he would have been able to. He could have had like multiple Intercontinental title reigns and not just given the title for the sake of a storyline. But dude, imagine if he would have stayed fine and healthy, he could have gone to WCW. He would have been. He would have been, <laughs> been perfect in the NWO. Yeah, he could have done something there. He could have done something for sure in the NWO because he's he would have been that perfect guy that was in WWF that Let went me, to WCW that was. I'm already doing it. Let me copy Sean, but this time I'll be in the NWO. Sean Michaels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got the leather coat and the black pants. Yeah, I was his partner before. Why can't I be in there? I'm, yeah. I want to be part of the clique. <laughs> they would have done something. They they were throwing everyone in there. Horace, oh. Horace Hogan was part of the. NWO. Yeah, but Horace Hogan could be in the, in the NWO. I'm sure Marty Jannetty would have had had a chance, mm-hmm. but. Sit here. Here we go. Yeah, get the don't. Uh. Yeah, but um, I'm sure we're gonna touch on it right now. You're the, you're kind of the perfect guy to to have here too right now to talk about this, with uh, the whole Rogan, rest, the that, whole wrestlers all the wrestlers sexual assault. Yeah. Oh, that like that was the fucking weirdest thing. I forget where it happened, but I saw some. It was some group. They put up a list of like 20 guys that were called out and. There were a lot of names that you probably wouldn't know because they are British, UK, independent scenes. Um, some of them you will know, like Enzo, More, uh, Del Rio, which Del Rio is the fucking the least surprising one on the list. Not Del Rio. But then, like, yeah, you start seeing like, a lot of these names start popping up, and it's just like, what the fuck is happening here? And like, but yeah. now. It's getting to that messy point because now you have Matt Riddle gets accused of it, uh, and Matt Riddle, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Matt one. Riddle fires back and he says, yeah, yeah, so, "I got a restraining order. I've changed my my phone number three times. This girl is psycho. Yeah, so, I'm like, I'm, and so now it's." And I kind of want to make this clear. I'm not here to combat the speaking out thing. I'm here to no. just make this clear and paint a bigger picture as to this isn't a wrestling problem. This is a problem. Everywhere oh, and anywhere, because thing. yeah, I see people putting out there like, I don't know if I can be a wrestling fan. I'm not watching wrestling anymore. I need to stop watching wrestling. It's such a fucking dirty place, <laughs> and I don't think that's the. And they, and you, know, I always I heard someone say that to me. They're like, "Oh, you can still watch wrestling with all this stuff." I'm like, "Well, yeah, why wouldn't?" I'm like, "How can you support an issue like that?" And I, and I looked at them. I said, "Do you still watch movies?" Yeah. And they said, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, so you support Harvey Weinstein's industry?" Yeah. Which there's no the. <laughs> Do you go to restaurants? Do you know how much sexual harassment happens in restaurants? Dude, Do you eat food? Here like, in the United States, our government officials are pedophiles. They're fucking uh, creeps with women. They've been accused of rape. 
Well, but fuck, Biden but right the, now is the being president, yeah. the, the president of the United States when he was running. Why just grab him by the pussy? Like, hey, that, like that was him. Even like, I'm not even defending him. That was him joking. We have Biden that has accusations from multiple women right now, and no one's saying shit. They're like, Bill you know what? Let's go after Crystalia. Bill like, Clinton got a blowjob in the Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the Oval Office for Christ's sake. Like, but if we're going after Crystalia, let's go after Biden too. I though the the Crystalia one hurts because it was it was like it was extra dirty because it was the underage part. That's like it's yeah. already it's already super touchy. Mm-hmm. But when you add in the fact that he's going after someone underage, that's the one where you're just like, oh, that's like the a triple whammy. Like yeah. that's like that's looking bad on like if you're Winnie Cummings came out, out and denounced. Uh, if you're on Twitter, if you're on Instagram or anything like that, and you want to like message some girl and you're like, hey, I'll be in town, let's hook up, and she's nineteen twenty. Okay, fine. You like a younger girl, whatever. But when there's a girl that's in high school and you're a 40-year-old man, that's what's like, dude, come on. Come on. What are you doing? And I thought about this, and he can say, like, he didn't knowingly. But guess what? You're famous enough, and you should be smart enough to make sure they're of age before you do anything and everything. Because at first, I'm like, oh, maybe he didn't know. Oh, maybe he unknowingly, like he said. But guess what? When you have that much on the line... Yep. Don't well, that's exactly. Decisions. Don't. Yeah. Like you always. Like yeah. And like you Even said. If you don't have that much on the line. Don't make stupid decisions. When you're when you're a famous person and like you can and I'm gonna guess that Cristalia has enough girls calling them all over the place. I mean, be, like I'm sorry, dude, but like at least if you like, at least wait till she's fucking eighteen. Like, what are you doing? Like, do you think it's not going to get out ever? Yeah. What, like, it, it, con- look at Bill Cosby. It took, it took 25 years later, but it comes out. Two! Was that the three count? No, that was a two. No. Yeah. No, he's going to give it to a kid here. Yeah, he's giving him the, he's giving him the. He's going to, Sid's going to save him? Oh, yeah, saves Sid saves him from the razor's edge. Oof, that was, <laughs> almost didn't save him. <laughs> Bulldog off the second rope and then went for a yeah. It looked like it was a three, and then he I tried to hit it. the razor's edge mm-hmm. off of uh, off a kid, but then he pulled kid out. Psycho yeah. Sid did, and they're taking off. But um, there's a lot of matches on this card. Hey, eh? there's a lot. Of, like I looked at some of the times. Like there's like a lot of quick matches, like in and out, um, fast paced matches. No, I mean not, not fast paced, but just not a lot of storytelling. It looks like. Um. Yeah, I guess not. But, uh, but, uh, but no, like to what you were saying, like with the wrestling thing, like Jack Gallagher released and then they wiped him straight clean. Like he got the Benoit treatment. Uh, I didn't for even his, know Gallagher was part of the naming of the, I saw he, he was released. He was uh, accused of, I don't want to say minor cause I don't want to misspeak, but it was definitely accused of rape, uh, at a new year's Eve party. I think I read. And by one woman, and he attempted to rape another woman, I think, at the same party. There, The problem is that there's so many. The, it, the list in the morning was 20, and by the nighttime, it, I think, or the, at least the next morning, it was over 100. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's so many stories, and I'm getting bits and pieces. And 
I'm hearing stories about guys that I don't know about and guys that I do know about. So there is so a lot to take in. Here's, um, here's what I'm going to say, and people are going to take it however they're going to take it. But I have to say it. Um, and I'm not saying I, I, these ladies are lying or anything. All I'm saying is the only times I've ever worked with females has been in a restaurant. So I've worked in a restaurant with... Uh, you know, other people, and I've been a shift manager at different restaurants, and it's... And it's I, thought you, I thought you just said you were, you were a shit manager. <laughs> that too, you know. A shitty shift manager. But, um... It happens in the workplace all the time, and, and, I, and what happens in the workplace is sexual misconduct. I would not want to put sexual abuse or sexual or rape in that context it does happen but i would say it's in certain cases and here and here's why i say this because i've worked in the restaurant industry ryan's worked in the uh industry and just a little bit of that we've talked about it we can both agree that multiple spots that we've been with there's a lot of sexual misconduct within the employees i i i ah oh it's it's hard to word things sometimes I can't look at it from a female's point of view. Mm-hmm. I can't. When I was 16, 17 working kitchens, I had guys and girls harass me in ways. Mm-hmm. Be it verbal, be it physical. It was nothing. There was no rape. It wasn't anything like it never went extreme. It was while we were working kind of thing. But things were said. Things were done, whatever. And it's like, uh, like, and I, like I felt uncomfortable. But to me, it was just like, Whatever I can handle myself mm-hmm. if it gets to the next level. A woman, I can definitely understand not feeling safe and not feeling comfortable. I fully understand all of yeah, that. 100%. And I do agree that the change has to happen because it's going to happen eventually where it's going to go too far and you're going to have a guy that pushes the envelope or a girl that pushes the envelope and f- people's lives and livelihood are going to be greatly affected Mm -hmm. and it needs it's fucking 2020 (laughs) like come on like like i'm happy that these girls are are, and and again this is grain of salt i'm happy that all these girls are speaking out Mm -hmm. and and i actually didn't mean to say speaking out for the hashtag i just meant in general speaking out i'm happy that they are doing that and i'm happy that they're getting their stories told but it's also take a step back because you see the matt riddle case where he has proof of evidence mm-hmm. that this girl's been harassing him at the same time. Yeah. That doesn't mean that her story's false. Yeah. It, it but doesn't. there but there is more to that story. They were we in a have, relationship. In a relationship we, that it, it, it was a it's a weird one at best. I we don't know what happens between two people in their personal lives. The story is Matt Riddle wanted her to fuck him in a car full of guys that were asleep. She didn't want to, and he said, what if I make you? There's, his story is, she's crazy. He's trying, to get, he's trying to get a restraining order against her before, but he was advised not to, so he wouldn't ruin her. Mm-hmm. But he says he has proofs of him having to change his number, of his wife having to do this. Look, and I'm not trying to defend anyone because, again, I do not know them personally. All I'm trying to say is we do not know people in their personal lives and this is why I want to get back to the restaurant things. I, being a shift manager, being in charge, I never partook in any of this. Because I did not right. want to get in trouble and I didn't want to get fired. 
and as nerdy as and as corny as it sounds, when I go to work, I go to work. I don't go to play around. And to this day that I work in a factory, I go and I tell the guys that same thing. I'm not here to play. I'm right. here to work. I'm here to work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing, like, like, I don't want, like, it's weird because, again, I have done kitchens from the time I was, like, 13 years old or 14 years old. I'm going to be 35 this year. I've been involved in food for over two decades. I've heard the jokes. I've made the jokes. That's how, that is literally the industry that I grew up in. I never went to extreme. I would never put my hands on someone or force anything on someone because that I was also raised properly by my parents. But in the restaurant, there were so many times where you would see both parties taking place. And then one, I mean, I'd never seen it where someone got aggressive or someone was accused. I'd never saw it get there, but I've seen the joking around in that. And it's like, okay, well, when does the joking go too far? Yeah. That's why I've learned over time that I'm fucking like, I was probably mid twenties. I started running my first restaurant. Not even, I was 19 and it's just like, I'm too fucking old for to, to deal with, with nonsense. I have a job to do mm-hmm. like this restaurant. My livelihood depends on me being professional. And, and again, I make jokes all the time here. We're not it's jokes. <laughs> this, this, this is it's having jokes. This is having fun with, 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 with someone while we're watching wrestling. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like it, it, it like I'm not hurting anyone's livelihood mm-hmm. by doing something or saying something stupid. Like I would be if I was yeah. at, at work. Dude, I, I've been at restaurants where there's 18 year old servers and the cooks are groping the servers and the servers are fine with it. A hundred percent fine with it till it's not fine. And that, that's where I want to get to it. It's like, if I'm being professional in the workplace because I'm a higher up and not, not even a higher up, I'm just a shift manager, which really isn't anything. I'm just in control of, of the shift and making sure it runs well. The manager's a manager. Do I go complain to the manager now from now on? Well, like now I work with a bunch of guys, but now like if I ever come back to a restaurant situation, do I go complain to the manager when these two are, these two parties are complacent in each other's actions? One's the cooks groping the, the, the female uh, line server and the line server is going along with it. And, uh, you know, just feeding fuel to the fire well, and, and teasing and that's, more. And that's like, exactly it. It's like if you are offended by it, like you have to make it known. If Because the more the joking goes back and forth, then the farther it can escalate to a point where someone finally feels uncomfortable. But you're like, dude, we were just joking around. We joked like this before. It's like, well, and sorry, you have- sorry we're talking about this so much, but Jeff Jarrett was just getting an award. So it's it's whatever. It's not even a real award either. Yeah, it's some stupid WWF award that we can skim the And now here comes the Dean. Yeah, here comes Dean Douglas. But like I'm I'm not trying to defend guys and I'm not trying to go against the speak out thing. I'm just trying to give you my point of view and I'm tired of defending scumbags. I just get offended when guys get grouped in a category because I'm a guy and I don't do any of this stupid shit. Well, and, and that's the other and, thing, and right? I, and I get put in a place where it's like Hey, I either come at these two parties and nip it in the bud and tell and stop the sexual misconduct at the beginning and then turn two people against me or wait till it blows up and then she doesn't want anything to do with it and they've had a relationship and now she doesn't want anything and but he's still aggressive. At that point, yes, I can step in and do something, but like how do I know that you guys aren't going to get back together? Like you guys have involved a personal aspect into 
a work aspect that I don't know what to do with anymore. That, yeah. Like, well, I mean, to be fair, I met Kara through the restaurant business. So I went, I went straight. I literally went never mix personal and work and literally went to, to the farthest extreme possible. Hey, and that, that's where I've gotten mo- sadly to say, that's where I've gotten most of my vagina because I'm not an aggressive person. Like I don't go right. 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 Cause I'm a big dude. I don't want to. See, right. I don't want them to be like, "Oh, this guy's being." You don't want to yeah, exactly. He's being like like a giant meathead. He's being a dick. No, I want them to get to know me for who I am, and that and my merits. And that's how I've gotten it through my work ethic and them seeing me work and like, "Oh, this guy's a good guy. He's a good worker." Blah blah. I'm gonna right. talk to him. We're in the same environment, and that's how it's always happened. But what's to well, say that it's not going to blow up in your face thing with you, like with the with a lot of these girls in the wrestling business a lot of them a lot of the accusations start off with like well if if you want the job or if you would like to train here so it's like literally putting them in the position of yeah i'll train you but you know you gotta blow me if you want if you want me to train you it's like like you're abusing your power right away like like before before the person's even uh, in, 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 in trading for it. Like, like Jim Cornette and his wife made people do things to them or with them to really, get a contract. That one was really crazy. Um, and we have Ric Flair over here. Yeah, we got a fake Ric Flair going against the <laughs> He's even just like, this is hilarious, yeah. Buddy Lendell. But, um, look, and like I said, I'm not defending guys and I'm not going against the hashtag uh, speaking out. If, if anything, I'm I'm 100% with whatever decision they decide to make with all those wrestlers on that list. If they need to be fired, if they need to go to jail, if something needs to be done, something needs to be done. I'm, 100%. Tired, I'm tired of defending bad guys and people standing around, but I'm also not going to... I guess it's... I guess I'm going to just have to be the corny guy that calls out people that do stupid shit when I can be in trouble too. I'm not in that. I'm right. Not, I'm not in that environment now. I work in a factory with all guys, so it's a lot different. They don't fuck with me because when I first came in and they were fucking with me, like messing around, being you know doing like kind of gay shit because that's what guys do when they're around. You know, they'll fucking be a little gay. You're like ha 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 ha. I think it's funny. Right. I don't play right. around like that. So I, you know, it's like, hey, dude, don't play around with me like that. I just don't do that. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. So they don't do it with me. They still do it with each other, but that's as far as they'll ever take it because they're guys with girls it becomes something else and then it be, you know i guess from now on if i'm ever in that situation if i decide to leave where i'm at now and i'm in a different environment where there's females working and i see that happen i'm gonna have to go to higher up and i'm gonna have to tell them hey look i saw this this and that i do not want to be involved if this ever blows up and i'm not trying to come at you and trying to get them in trouble i'm just telling you i saw this and if something were to happen in the future I do not want to be part of any of this. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like this, because how many times do you see uh, like a lawsuit happen where such a stupid match? How many times do you see it where it's like the innocent person has to get called to testify because of whatever? And it's just like, well, do I go against my boss or like you know, and like risk alienation from everything that I that I want, or do I like and do I do the right thing and protect the person that has been? Like, people get put in really shitty positions because they didn't stand up in time. And it, that's why it's, like, it's important to 
not let these things happen. Like, especially in 2020. I know I've said it a thousand times already, but it's fucking 2020, man. Like, I remember it when I was, you know, 10, 11 years old, it was fine to say, oh, that's gay. When you were talking about something that was, like, weird. That was just... Now, as an adult, I can look back and be like, oh, why would I... Like, I, I was stupid. I now know. I've met amazing people who are gay i'm like oh so that really means nothing like that statement of that that's gay is actually like the most meaningless thing out there but at the time that's what everyone said and you just follow along with it because you don't know you're a kid when you become an adult and you start doing it that's where there's an issue you haven't learned as you've grown you've stayed in this ignorant mindset you didn't let yourself develop to be a proper human being that can go out and mingle in the real world. I like to, you know, take people for context. I don't say it around people that I know aren't going to necessarily pick up on my context or know who I am as a person to know that I do not hate gay people or, you know, just in general, it's a joke. But that you also have to know how to read the people you're around and know the people you're around. Yes. And not just go out there and go to a fucking store and be like, well, that's gay around the book yeah. in public. It's like, and like, and especially like with me, like if I'm out with my kids and someone says something, I give the people looks. Yeah. Like if someone like, like my, my kids heard me swear a thousand times over. I, I can't help that. My, <laughs> My three-year-old son drops the F-bomb. I can't help that. It's in my lingo. I like to think I'm a pretty decent father. But I, if I'm in public and I hear someone talking or saying something outwardly rude or hurtful, I will look at them. And I have made comments in the past. People like, you understand that there's a child here hearing what you're saying, right? You know that you're a grown-ass human sounding like a moron in front of kids who are going to pick up on that and repeat it and not know what they're saying and not knowing that they could be hurting someone. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Cause when you're saying for the kids, guess what? Kids don't get context yet. They're kids. They hear words and they repeat words. That's yeah. how, that's how they develop speech and that's how they, they live things. Re words registers words to them. And that's in, you know, they don't contextualize what it means. Yeah. Yeah, a word a word is a word, and they and when you tell them not to say it, they know that they should be always saying because it it, it's funny that they're getting a reaction from you. And, that, and that's why now, oh fuck, dude, Jeff Jarrett just hit uh, Ahmed with his painting or his ward that. Uh, yeah, like they, I I don't know if you've ever seen the back of a picture, but it's not enough to really knock you out. Yeah, it was an I've, award, bro. Was, no, he should have made out of wood, I guess. No, I, either way. So I guess that's why he had a super uh, short match. Damn, he's going to work with him on that chair. <laughs> Ahmed, almost, he's almost no selling. He's he's looking like he's hurt, but he's he's getting stronger with each blow. <laughs> yeah, nope, he's he's, he's hulking up. He's a big dude now. Well, you showed me the picture of him all fat. Oh yeah, he he's after after leaving the wrestling business, he really let it go. Yeah. He spanked him. There you go. Now you've made him mad. Slimy little heel, Jeff Jarrett. He's gonna get what he deserves. 
Oh, he went for the chair, and Jeff Jarrett pushed him down. What the hell? How'd Jeff Jarrett do that? That was funny. How'd he get behind him when this guy was chasing him? Yeah. That's awesome. It just don't make no sense. Is he going to go through the house? Is Gargano in there? Yeah, he <laughs> eating, eating dinner with Candice LeRae. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at his wounds. We got race here. Hey, yo. Chico. Hey, that one, two, three, and Psycho Sid, they couldn't handle all the machismo. And me and Big Kev, we're taking off in like five months. We're going to go see Billionaire Ted. And you see this yeah, sexy title? This is the last time I'm going to hold a major title that means anything. Is he? Does he, he? I don't think he's in WrestleMania next year. No, Chico. I, no, I think so. Yeah, I think they, I think February. You know what? It's uh, his last match is against Vader at In Your House. I think that's the February pay per view. I think you're right, Chico. I'm reading this contract right here from Billionaire Ted. It says, "Hey." Yeah, that's exactly. You know, he's like. No, he's disgusted. He's it, how much money? I think I think uh, I think millionaire Ted uh, maybe has a lawsuit for <laughs> or millionaire Vince is giving him his new contract offer. Yeah, yeah he just saw. Hey, what the hell? Hey, Vinny, Vinny Mac. Hey, yo. <laughs> this is Henry Godwin. Hillbilly Jim. Sorry, Henry O. Godwin versus H. 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 Hunter Hensley. A lot of yeah, a lot of initials in this one. Yeah. Hog. Yeah, I always loved it. I loved how it was uh, Henry O. Godwin and Phineas I. Godwin, like. <laughs> Hog and pig. Yeah. <laughs> I got you know to be honest, for a character as dumb as a pig farmer, mm-hmm. those guys fucking did a good man. And that's what kind of shows you when you look at a character like Dean Douglas. Some like you can make a character work with the right guy, maybe. Like if you had a, a different getup, like a different outfit, potentially Dean Douglas could have gone a bit farther. Hmm. You know, the worst thing is he can really smell that because his, the nose is so bulbous that. I find it's kind of funny. We just go like, ah, I would never make fun of anybody based off their looks. We're talking about Nia Jax. Triple H comes out and like the size of that nose, man. Like that didn't take long for me to sound like a hypocrite. He's got a snouser on him. Yeah. Okay. Where do you think they got those? Uh, got the pigs for this match at Raf? They're definitely domestic pigs. They're not, uh, they're not wild pigs, I'll tell you that much. Setting set, you yeah, up for the pigs are us. Oh, pigs are, sorry, pigs are us. <laughs> Mexico, they got the pigs from Mexico. Yeah, that would have been badass if they had like actually like, wild boars in there. <laughs> we caught them in the hills of California. Ugh. You know what, he's smiling and he knows what's in that bucket. You think he's shitting it? For, oh. for trips? Just just because, why not? For Triple H? 
<laughs> Suey. <laughs> I love too that they got a, a, I almost called him Elmer Fudd, like in, God damn it, Hillbilly Jim. Um, I love how they have Hillbilly Jim too. It's like couple, like, what of all the people? Like, <laughs> I think he actually manages them for a bit too. Like they're around this era, or at least when when cousin Phineas joins in. from before or is this happening right now no this is how the match starts okay what is he slap damn he slapped one of the camera guys oh the fans uh, those poor fans uh, you know some fan just got a mouthful of that when he was yelling at Hunter uh, was that uh, the, the announcer is that Schimmel the, the, I don't know who got it someone did Look like was it Shamel, Tony Shamel? It kind of looked like him. Wait, why is there two Godwins in there? Uh, Hillbilly Jim's the manager or the referee. That seems so, fair. It's biased. <laughs> On uh, the Crime and Sports podcast um, that I listen to, whenever they have do, whenever they, whenever the criminal has or the athlete is fucked up enough, they bring in a random character that they've invented to come and say, like, dude, how did you end up here? And But one of the characters is actually, they do Vince McMahon. And uh, Vince McMahon's always talking. He's like, you need, you know what you need? You need overalls, but no shirt. And it's funny, because here we got two guys in overalls, one with no shirt. <laughs> Vince McMahon loves his rednecks. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I mean, you know that if he was not, I mean, if he's going to put his hand in it, you know, it's got, it can't be that nasty. It's probably salad with some dressing on it. Call me Miss Nasty. Yeah. Miss Jackson. <laughs> Poor Hunter. Get him, Hunter. Who's the heel and who's the good guy here? I think the Godwin is the good guy just because he slops people. Mm. But I know the Godwins went face heel, face off and on for a little bit there before they went full heel for a while. Full heel podcast? What? <laughs> I realized just as I said that. <laughs> yeah, I think they were uh, with Jeff Jarrett. They were like um, his bodyguards, Southern Justice. Mm. It's a really good name for a tag team. Oh, God. Hunter should bring back this look for uh, WrestleMania. <laughs> Why not, eh? Yeah. Only if, he could, only if he could fight Rocky Maivia with The Rock has to have like that afro, though. Oh, that'd be awesome. If they if The Rock can start growing his hair out and they can have like, a throwback match, oof. Well, I'm all over it. You didn't think he'd be able to grow his hair back somehow. He's not, who, who, Rock's not on steroids. What are you talking about? That's all natural. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm also the Samoan jeans. Yeah, he was all... Like, he, that's the one thing with The Rock. Like He was jacked enough as it is when he started in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But fuck, man. You, you Fast forward 15 years and god damn it, man. Well, he actually dropped muscle for some of the roles that he was in because he was too big. Yeah. When he first started. And then he's like, fuck this. I'm going to get giant. 
I think he talked to Arnold. You got to get bigger. Work on your arms. You're puny. The CIA got you pushing pencils. That, oh, fuck, man. Yeah, the, the, that's the crazy thing, too, when people realize with the wrestling, like how f- many wrestling fans went to see movies just because The Rock was in it and that kind of stuff. Like, There's a reason why The Rock is now the... Like, or at least for a while, he was the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Who's it now? I'm not sure if it's The Rock anymore. It might, it could still be The Rock. Is it a. Um, yeah, I'm Mark Wahlberg. Is it him? I don't know. His, uh, I don't know. Mark Wahlberg's been doing more family movies lately. Or. I don't know. Yeah, I guess family movies is the right way. I mean, even what John Cena, man. I mean, even John Cena goes starts doing random movies, and all of a sudden, like. People go to the movies all over again. <laughs> Not me, because I can't see him. <coughs> I wish I knew which sound pad was at the That was yeah, that was so bad. <laughs> it's just like oh god. Actually, probably one of my uh, one of my favorite jokes. So uh, I think we've talked about it before here, but it's the NWO and they always talk about the fourth member and they got John Cena in the ring with the NWO shirt from WrestleMania and it's like he was there the whole time, guys. <laughs> Pedigree outside the. So is it? Nice setting yourself up, Hunter. All right. So is it? You go in. If okay. So is must be if you go in, you lose. Um. I don't think it's a pinfall or submission. Hog pen match. Let me see if I can get what exactly the rules. Ooh, he almost slipped there. Rules. Because when when Hunter Hearst Helmsley was laying on the top of the pen. Hillbilly Jim was uh, waving his arms mm-hmm. to like say like no, almost and around like the Royal Rumble words like he doesn't he didn't get thrown over. Pillow fight, weapon match, chairs match, candlestick match, <laughs> every object, match but... object on a pole match, straight jacket match, strap match, tables match. Where's the hog pen match? Tape fist match. Oh, enclosure based variations. Let's see if the hog pen match. Scramble cage match, <laughs> chamber of extreme match. I don't know what that is. Doomsday cage match. Yeah. I oh, wonder if they'll pen match. I wonder if they have it in uh, well, the event. I, I clicked on it, and Wikipedia took me to just the, all the all the matches that are like specialty matches. <clears throat> Dumpster right. Match. We're getting close. <laughs> well, I love like I'm on Wikipedia, and I looked up the pay per view itself, and I'm like, okay. You can look at like results and storylines and whatnot. Storylines matches faced uh, pitted heels versus faces in wrestling matches. All right, that doesn't help. Yeah. What happened? They click on event, and the event is one paragraph about uh, the Jeff Jarrett scene. That's it. Oh, that's a nice move. And shout out to everyone watching. We got some people been watching since the beginning with us. Me and Ryan trying to keep you entertained, talking about whatever we can, even though the. You know, the beginning part wasn't that entertaining. Just giving you our thoughts on this crazy shit that's been going on. I'm surprised it took this long also. Not not, not to go too deep into it, but after the whole Me Too movement there a few years back, mm-hmm. I'm surprised it didn't happen in wrestling sooner. Because wrestling's always had like that connotation, right? Yeah. But whatever, it's happening now. It's all that matters. Get the scum out. It seems to be happening everywhere. Mm-hmm. Or trying to happen everywhere. Like, um, 
you know, police oh. departments and shit like that. Yeah, I can't find the exact rules of a hog pen match. Right, we're gonna have to wait to till it. Well, there, it, it's got to be you get thrown in and it's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone wants to go see him, and like, people are like bum rushing to <laughs> throwing elbows to get front rosy. Oh, the the hog drop. Yeah. For, okay. Yeah, it seems like you just have to beat him up oh, and then throw him in. Once you throw him in, you win. Hunter. Yeah. Okay. There are no rules. Anything goes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I can't come across anything else besides it. Uh, you just fight your opponent until he's tired. And the, apparently, there's only been two. This one and Austin versus Eric Bischoff. Oh, really? I didn't know yeah. that Austin. And I think Hunter got cut there. When he got Irish whipped into the pen. Yeah, Triple H was cut on the back due to the being Irish whipped into the pen. Oh, yeah. oh he gets in the... I forget that's the hog drop or the slop drop or... What do you call that? Flop move? top? Is there, are you rap lyrics over there? Ryan, what are you talking about? I said, oh, it's finisher. I said, oh, I forget if it's the, the slop drop or the hog drop. I think it was something like that. Oh, yeah, you can see him cut in the back. I was right. Into the metal fence. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There, this he gets random injuries like that a lot too, because there was the we covered the the street fight with the cactus jacket Royal Rumble when he uh, gets his leg impaled. Yeah. And there we go. Damn, dude. The ref, I really hope that that's is, just mud. The ref is jacked. Giant, look at him. He's going to toss him in there. Wait, Henry got him and smelling it in the background, too. That's hilarious. What an idiot. Why would he smack the ref's hands? I know. I, get it. I guess he's the heel, but... Yeah. Oh, you know what the worst is? like for Me? I'm a minute germaphobe. Yeah. I see blood on someone, and now he's getting dropped in mud. To me, that's like, oh, no. Get that sucker rinsed out. Yeah. Some alcohol in there. Oh, damn. The hogs are running around. They're going to trample Triple H. They're gonna trample. The pigs don't seem to want anything to do with them. <laughs> no, they don't. Fuck that. They don't. Pigs don't. Yeah, get me out of here. Fuck oh, you guys. Dude. Unless you bring food to them, they don't care. I used to fuck with them in Mexico. They don't want anything oh. to do with you unless you put food by them. Then they're just distracted then by the food. Like... Yep. They don't care. <laughs> he just died. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking, like, why would he just die without them? Like, yeah, because I could just see they they open the cage, let him out, and you get fucking six, seven pigs running around the yeah. earth. <laughs> Horrible slip by Triple H. That's bad acting. Yeah. He's selling it for the fans. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Come on. Is he throwing shit oh. too? I think it's fall like he's swinging his hands. I think it's just like falling off of him. Yeah. Ugh. Even the pigs are like, come on, dude. Yeah, they're like, we could fall better than that. Yeah. Oh, damn. You saw that? <laughs> yeah. So he's throwing slop into the crowd, and a, someone threw a Coke at his head. <laughs> it, it, was, it was clearly a Coke cup, right? Or a red cup? Yeah. It... A soda? <laughs> that was awesome. It hit him right in the head. It's pretty cool. Well, that's what he gets. He's throwing slop into the crowd. 
That reminds me of those uh, those stories from the NWO. Bischoff would tell the stories of, yeah, we used to do this, used to do that, and you know, guys would throw things. It was awesome. And the next thing you know, people started throwing batteries at us oh, and no. shit, like from like the upper deck. Well, that's why Cornette had a racket because he had to hit people. Yeah. You see something flying at you, you send it right back to them. Yeah. After they. Oh come on! That's hilarious. After, after him and his wife, you know. Had their like, way this with, is uh, the PG era, too, of WWE, WWF. He had to beat him out of his house after him and his wife had their way with him, Cornette did. Yeah, but that was, <laughs> that was a nice commercial. The ice in the tits. Yeah, it's just like um, you're watching it, like, really, in 1995 there? Okay. Seems like, that seems like more like 98, but okay. You got to build to attitude, Ryan. You can't just have <laughs> attitude. You got to build to it. Yeah, they were right, man. Those shirts, like that Scott Hall shirt, man, it's... Who would wear that? Just a big picture of a guy's face smiling. Like, that isn't kind of like... That's zero creativeness. Just like my yeah, fucking... It... My thumbnails for these things. It's just... But it's like... I don't know. It's just so random. It's like the picture and they just... What, was it screenshot shotting or something? Whatever. We just say or whatever. I don't know what it's called. But you take a picture and you can get it like on a pillowcase or whatever like that. That's all they did. Thank God, guys started being allowed to uh, do their own uh, do their own designs eventually. So Diesel turned heel because he lost, right? Yeah, and I remember I've heard this promo before, and this one—it's really weird. It's like maybe this oh, is the new. I know, me. It. I, maybe know it. I, could... I know it. I know it. So this is where the so this is where the big boys play. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a year. Yeah, later. he said something along the lines of, uh, "Maybe this is the new me. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is my new attitude. Maybe I'm the bad guy." And then, like, yeah, we're gonna see it right here. New year, new that game. three weeks later, he's a fucking face again, defending Shawn Michaels against Owen Hart, but he has an attitude while being a face. And they have to tell you about it, right? He's like, "Man, he's a good guy, but he has a lot of attitude." Yeah. <laughs> what? A what a such a cool guy, Big Daddy Cool. He's a badass, you know. He he he's dressed so nineties though, yeah. and that was in this like. <laughs> that happened at the Raw beforehand, where he kicked Yokozuna out, if I remember right. Oh, Owen! If I a good thing I remember, Owen took. He's gonna take on uh, Kevin Nash right now, Diesel. But it, I watched the Raw before this. If you guys want to watch a good match and a good early Jeff Hardy. It's Owen Hart versus Jeff Hardy. It, Owen Hart, man, he he. Dece- sorry, a... sorry, December eleventh, two thousand or nineteen ninety five. If you guys want to check that that match out, go ahead. Ryan. Owen Hart fought a lot of young talent that ended up going far, and you could see. I like it's hard to work. Like I don't want to say like he, like he brought it out in them because obviously you create your own career as you go and things, but. He fought Edge in like Edge's first pay per view, well, and it, and it was like a it was a fantastic match. Look at the champion; he idolizes Owen Hart to this day. He idolizes him, but he he holds him up there in high regards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it. I don't know if anyone has ever said anything negative about Owen Hart. I mean, obviously, with everything that happened, it's hard to say something negative about him. Yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, like he like he just seems like everyone in the business always loved him. Look at Diesel. I love the uh Dude, they could have kept 
If they would have paid him, they could have kept him uh, Kevin Nash, Big Diesel. That's it. Or Diesel. Or just, you just, just changed the name to Big Daddy Cool. I mean, yeah. we had Big Daddy V there. But if they wanted to give him like a, you know, like a, yeah. you know, like Stone Cold like, Steve Austin or The Rock, you know, HBK. Yeah, because he was, he was, he was nice when he came back in um, 2002 as Kevin Nash. But then when he came, but then when he would start making those sporadic appearances and like the Royal Rumble, he was Diesel. He came out as Diesel in that. It was it was fun to see that. Like it, it's a good like old school character to have once in a while. Typical fucking uh, Kevin Nash, elbow elbow, knee to the sternum, knee to the stomach. Throw. Yeah, throw. <laughs> okay, so that's three of five. Now we just need the big boot and the sidewalk slam. Here we go, sidewalk slam on. <laughs> Boom, sidewalk slam on Owen Hart. That's awesome. You got some height there too. Yeah. Here you go. What's next? Is it the fucking the power bomb? Is it the no? No. Now you gotta get. The, he has to get the boot in. The big boot has to make its appearance. Oh, oh no! Owen's gonna get some offense in. Here we go. The real wrestler. I don't like Diesel's pants. The Diesel down the side. Yeah. Oh, whoa, Owen, calm down there, bro. Oh, God. I'm like two seconds behind you. Okay. So he almost landed on his neck. He, oh, that looked rough. See Kevin's dyed hair? He's getting tired of the dark. Yeah. Starting to come out. Is that his natural character? Yeah, right? Cause it's yeah, he died. He would have dyed his hair black. Because he was, I think he was, he was almost blonde in WCW for a while there. Like yeah. when he was starting to go gray. Very like yeah, brown, that, at least. He had that weird transition where his hair went from brown to like yeah, like a dirty blonde mm -hmm. to what it is now. Well, don't don't uh, like surfers put that shit in to their hair and then the sun turns it that color. I Probably. Know. I would look at Sting. He oh, he, he went for the move number five. Well, the big boot, yeah. The big boot. He went for number five, number four, number five, whatever number we're at here. <laughs> Missile drop kick off the top ropes. Beautiful. Now, I love the British Bulldog, mm -hmm. but look at how much better this match is Ooh. with Diesel and Owen versus Diesel and uh, Bulldog from the oh, one yeah, we watched. Already. Look at like, just to begin with. Well, there's so and that that was like a 15 minute match, and in three minutes, this match is already better. Yeah, so we'll we'll have other people work on the same the same strategy, but. Owen seems to be relentless with it, fast pace. I'm going to keep going, yeah, keep going. Exactly. There's not going to be a lot of breathing room for him. I'm not going to give him space to get up, and I'm going to make you guys believe that instead of I'm going to do, well, I'm going to do it and wait around a little but, bit. And this is also the like, – <clears throat> I, I know that I've shit on Diesel a lot watching these in your houses especially because he's been in a lot of them as the champion. Yeah, what has he done to you, dude? But when you see – like it to be 100% fair – to Diesel, Kevin Nash. Big Daddy Cool. Vince got him against Sid, against Bam Bam, against uh, Mabel. Was it against? No, Bam Bam was the face. He was a um, Yokozuna, British. But he got a nothing but like gigantic big guys. Like you look at like, his match against Brett, and now his match against Owen. Like God, like if Vince had just put him up against smaller guys and let him be. A, like a dominating champion, a like he can be face versus face, or you know, let the character go as it goes because like his title run probably would have been a lot better if he had better small talent. To work. I mean, even when he fought Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania, 
takes two to tango, bro. Don't be talking about Big Kev like that. No, I get what you're saying. He was he was given a lot of opportunities in a whole year with a belt. But we also got to look at it like this. WCW had Hulkster, brother. Yeah. They had Hulk yeah. running wild over there. That was that was new to them. And you have, ooh, yeah, the macho man, Randy Savage. They Plus were they got living people's nostalgia for, and oh. they got their, and they have their established stars also with uh, Sting and Woo! Luger and Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen. Yeah, so, so they, they they brought in they they injected new talent to give you dream matches, uh, with the old talent. After all, baby, we forgot about him booking over there. Yeah, that's right. Damn, oh, he's gonna, like, no. he's gonna. Oh, I thought he was gonna do the uh, the triple power when he did the Brett, but. Ooh. Just got DQ'd. Yeah, match is over. Owen Hart wins. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm yeah. going to WCW to get that <laughs> <Yeah>. belt. <laughs> no Vince one's going no to finger poke do uh, me here. I'm Big Daddy Cool. I'm going to yeah. wait till I'm Kevin Nash and I meet up with Hulk Hogan again. <laughs> get out of there, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking shove you in the face again, Tim. Oh, fuck me. Ah, I have so much to do. But um, WCW right now is on their run to. I, I no, they, they already have Nitro, but they're uh, no. Do, do they have Nitro? Nitro was September ninety five. So yeah, 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 yeah. It would have been started up by now. It would be it would be fresh, but it's okay. But they had Hogan been... since ninety four. Merry um, Christmas, Big Daddy Cool. <laughs> that might be the greatest sign I've ever seen. So, but <laughs> but, but they've been building up with it. Uh, for a while now with Hogan, so that's why they're right. able to acquire Nitro, which eventually they'll acquire more talent with the fucking TV, with the fucking come on, dude, with the fucking deal over here, uh, <laughs> the TV deal they get. Um, with yeah, when they get when they yeah when they start really running, that's when they yeah the more, when they start getting nah, they I guess they made a lot of money, but it was a lot of it's all through Turner or, or bleh, through Turner, right? So it's not like it was. They got to spend it. Turner would distribute it however Turner wanted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Santiago Vega. Because <laughs> there was a weird thing where Hogan was getting paid through Turner, so it necessarily wasn't on the books for WCW. He was getting paid more as a TV talent slash wrestler, so he was. I think he was like double dipping. I, I could be mistaken on that. Dude, did you see how how bad that was? You had two kids side by side reaching out for a shirt. And Savio gives one kid a hat and just kept on walking. The other kid got Jack. <laughs> Come on, man. How are you going to do that to a kid on Christmas? It's a million-dollar man, bro. <clears throat> He's a preacher now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he, or he's licensed to do it. I don't know if it... Is that one of the Dudley boys in the back with the thing on his head? Mm. They got the tie-dyed shirt and glasses. I don't know. It was behind uh, behind uh, DiBiase in the, in the crowd. I didn't see him. Looks like he has like a native headdress on. Mm. I'll keep an eye out for him, but I haven't seen him. Yeah. Bubba? Hmm? Was it Bubba or who? 
I don't know. Like it, I can't, I can't get a good enough look, but he has glasses on and looks like a tie-dyed shirt. And there was someone right beside him has an ECF and W shirt on. Well, it's right. He's right. I see the ECW guy. He's right behind Savio Vega. Savio Vega moves. You'll see the guy that I'm talking about. And it looks like one of the Dudley boys or the Dudley family. And around this time was when they were doing that cross promotion, right? I think so. I think 95 it was or 96 around this area. Oh, Kobe, what are you doing? He's back. They're back. They're back. Yeah, they said 6 o'clock, so 4.30 right on time. <laughs> I got to be careful. <laughs> I, shouldn't be, I shouldn't say negative things too much. No one watches this. Ryan gets canceled. Well, it means... Let's be honest. It's not like she can leave me. <laughs> yeah, take your bread recipes. Give me yeah, that's a, uh, those are already in Windsor, baby. Those are uh, I, I shipped half that stuff gone already. I should turn the audio bit. Nah. You can. They can do it at home. Yeah, we we can fill it in right now too. So I love, like this Santa Claus character is the best. Vince loves using Santa, eh? Yeah. He brings Santa out all the time. Sal- Jolly old Saint Nick. Don't know how candy came to the crowd. Yeah, how I many kids got into fist fights right now? Probably trying to get shirts and hats and candy canes. Kids <laughs> brawling in the stands. Who really wants a Savio Vegas shirt? Yeah, they had some Bret Hart ones I saw there. Oh, he was giving out Bret Hart ones? Okay. No, there, yeah, like the white one's a Bret Hart one. So it has the white and pink. Oh, that one, that white one that he just threw out. Yeah, yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Huh. Let me tell you something, Savio. Oh, shit. Santa just attacked Savio. Oh. Santa, Santa works for the million dollar man. Yeah, damn. I was about to say, like, million dollar man's got a present for Puerto Rico. A bunch of towels. Yeah. <laughs> no offense to Puerto Rico. But that's that happened. That happened. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, you know what's awesome? Target had a bunch of Clorox wipes. Limit one per customer. But uh, I got the Clorox uh, wipes. Anyway. Yeah. I got a big one, like a double size one. But, uh, prepared for the rest of the pandemic and the beginning of the second wave. Yeah. Well, it's coming. You see it going everywhere and chicago's about to open up next week i think 100 well, percent. i love when they're like the two places that got hit the most were florida and arizona i'm like of course it was yeah the guys like, first you mean it's like the like the, the, not exactly the most i mean they're, they're not the states known for being the greatest you know like and i said this as a canadian whenever there's like crazy news of something stupid it's either florida or arizona that's how it seems so well, amazing they opened up early and a lot. So Well, Windsor starting tomorrow, I think you have to have a mask if you go into any commercial uh, business. Do you guys no. are just doing that now? Everywhere here is that. Yeah, we just Who's starting it. Is that you, Robert, oh, we, you we, locked, we locked down a lot more. Or like lo- We had a lot more precautions, it seems like, than America did. Mm. But I, if I remember correctly, this becomes... Xanta Claus, and he becomes an actual competitor for a few months and before bouncing out. 
Here we have Ryan, a horrible matchup next. We're going to have King Mabel, the human lava lamp. <laughs> the human lava lamp. <laughs> Taking on oh, this is a, this is a casket Undertaker. Match. Is this the Undertaker with the face thing? They broke Undertaker's face. Is he fixed yet? Uh, Kozuna, remember? No. Nope, there's the leg drop. So yeah, he he'll probably he'll oh have the mask in here. Not the Undertaker. How how could they? By God, by God, he's got a family. He's got. Oh no, he's dead. Never mind. Yeah. No, yeah, this is definitely the uh, with a mask because he has the mask at WrestleMania, I believe. They had that Undertaker as a figure, and I I, I should have gotten it, but I didn't. Today I went to disc replay again. Uh, and they still have, they have that Undertaker for fucking fifty dollars. I have him. I have him. See, which one is it? The Defining Moments one, the Ministry of Darkness. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I want him for my fucking collection. But they want fifty bucks for him, and you know what sucks? I ordered three of them, and I don't know where the other two are because I gave them to my nephews, and I don't know what they did with them. Oh, they for sure tied. Uh, what do you call it? Little firecrackers on them, see if he could make them fly. And they moved around a lot, like. Uh, so I don't know if they just threw them out. You get me? I did only. I gave them to them for Christmas because they were like, like eleven bucks. They were super cheap at the time. Now they're fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, think about that one, right? Well, I mean, that's like when I was looking at some old, older figures, and this is like the Jack Pacific basics. Like when you know when you Google search anything, you get a a list of everything yeah. things that you. So yeah, they had the uh, like Jack Pacific figures, and they were like two hundred dollars. I'm like, you, you fuck it, yeah, you're. You want a tip for that, Ryan? For if you're gonna start collecting anything, what's that? Uh, if you're collecting anything, like if you're gonna start a collection of toys, like say, right. say the Jack Specific ones, the Bone Crunchers. Oh yeah. Buy a lot, like I mean, like a lot of, like I don't mean like in quantity. I mean like the lot of toys that someone is selling. Oh, okay, okay. Keep the ones that you're looking for and sell the other sell ones. Sell the rest. That's the only way you're going to get it when people have full collections. Oh, I have that exact game they're promoting. The, that exact the game. game? Yeah, that exact game. I have it right. I'm looking at it behind my Dreamcast and my Sega. Nice. In that exact Sega Genesis box. Oh, dude, I'm going to fucking mark it out right now. I'm going to go play. I, I should play a little yeah. bit of this before after that and Let's stream it. I can live stream it. That's a, there you go. That'd be fun. Well, that's what I was thinking about doing. Like, if uh, if you have to go on hiatus, I could just have my nephew come up here and I could play video games with him on Sunday for an hour or two and live stream it. Or play by myself. Yeah, um, I'm hoping that hiatus doesn't last too long. Yeah. But I'll Probably. see what I can. Not like a live stream. I could live stream uh, WWE shit. Like, not God, that mohawk is wild. It looks like he just got out of the shower and just like kind of dried his hair yeah. and just like puffed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It looks like he. he should've... It looks like he puts straightener in his hair like a relaxer. He should have. Yeah, I forget if he was if he had the blonde mohawk when he started. I know he had it when he was Viscera. He always. I always liked that blonde mohawk on uh, on him. Mm-hmm. Mabel Viscera, whatever you want to call him. Viscera's uh, Ministry of Darkness, right? Uh yeah. There, uh, that one just got released actually as an elite. Viscera with the Hardcore Championship. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even want the Viscera. I want the Hardcore Championship. Oh, we want the title. It's pretty hard to find, and it's weird that they would put it with Viscera, too. Yeah, of all the... They gotta, like, I mean, I understand why they won't, but, man, they gotta re- there's so many guys from that era that need a, like, a good figure. It, it, 
I think Mattel's only on Series 77, and they've released a lot of duplicates. Like, they took over the license right. in 2011, so I think they're still getting to it, to releasing a lot of I think it, but it's like the like the likeness. Like, some guys own their character, so they won't release certain things, you know, but uh, I digress. Yeah. Well, like you said, they were doing a 1, 2, 3 kit. They're probably just doing a co- uh, color variation to the one that they well, released Well, it's, um, it's, it's 1, 2, 3 kid. It's like a fan voice. It's a 1, 2, 3 kid in the blue, I think they said. I could be wrong. See, they released uh, They have that one already. I don't know why. Okay, they so then it might, be, it might be the purple one that was that we saw here. I, for, I forget. Then they also had him as NWO. I or want the NWO. They have one already. Or the And they have that one as well, too. So I, that's why I was like, hmm. I wonder which one the fans voted to have a duplicate of, because they have one, two, three kid in blue with the uh, yellow letters. That's right. Yeah, you mentioned it because you had yeah. passed up on that one. Yeah, right? and he's got a tag championship, and I kind of regret passing up on him because he would fit awesome up there with Razor and Sean and. Oh Diesel. damn! What? I just got breaking news that the Undertaker has announced his retirement, and it's uh, it breaks in the last ride. Oh shit! Oh, so that's it. Taker's done. Uh, oh man! I wish he would have done it when I went to see him at Raw, and then Roman Reigns beat him, and he put everything down. That was yeah. With that WrestleMania, ah oh, fuck, I hate that match so much. It was such a bad match for him. I like they should have kept him. He should have went to twenty five and zero and just called it the career there, as opposed to going with like twenty four and two or whatever he is at WrestleMania all time now. Mm-hmm. But AJ, so AJ Styles is is this last match? The Boneyard match. I mean, he's retired as a professional wrestler, right? So we'll we'll keep it there. I mean, he's, never say never, but he he's under that fifteen year contract. He can. Yeah, he. I. I also even do. He'll do appearances. I'm guessing. It's just kind of funny that that story just popped up on my phone as the Undertaker's matches we're, we're watching starts, eh? You got it from ESPN? How come I didn't get a fucking... Uh, where did I see it? Where did I see it? Visser versus Masked Undertaker here, guys. That's weird. Need... Visser is one of Undertaker's WrestleMania opponents, or no? Yeah. Uh... Uh... No, no. No, I don't think so. I know he joins the ministry at some point in time, mm-hmm. but I don't. I think that may have been what maybe that's something. Maybe he was in the ministry and helped Undertaker at one point, but I don't think he fought him at, Rus- at WrestleMania. It would have to have been at this era, like either this WrestleMania. Or- yeah, because after this, at this WrestleMania, he fights uh, Diesel. Okay. Then he fights. Uh, after that, he fights Sid for the title, and then you're rolling into the Attitude Era. So that's like you're getting your Kane matches and that kind of stuff. So Undertaker, whoops, because he does take a little bit of a break, right, with an injury. Uh, WrestleMania 2000, yeah. Boom. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I've just Google searched it, and it's everywhere. Undertaker announces it. Ringside News has it. Well, well deserved. That's it, yeah. Oh, Viscera. The big splash on the ring. 
how bad do you think Undertaker wants to actually? Because the Undertaker was known in the in the locker room as being the guy like if you fuck up, he makes you, you he he makes it be known to you that whatever. I mean, he held court like he was the judge, jury, and executioner. When he broke Taker's face, how bad do you think Taker wanted this match to be like either not have this match or actually like straight up just like beat him good? Yeah, I bet he wanted to fuck him up. Yeah, it's just so wild to have that. They just came up. Oh man, that splash is hurt. Taker took it too, eh? He didn't like really brace himself all that much. And I don't know if anyone uh, missed it, but um, Mo is wearing uh, the urn that was melted down by Kamo stuff into the gold chains. Mo, 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 (laughs) Mo. Is this allowed in a casket match? Oh, it's anything goes, baby. Anything goes. Damn. Don't you remember when he fought uh, Yokozuna in the uh, in the casket match? I actually, and, uh, I actually had like, a very and... similar casket to this as a kid with a shovel. It was a part of a kit. Okay. And, uh... <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you meant like an actual no, casket. No, no, no. Like, like, as a kid, I, my parents got me a casket. No, no, That's no, no. Uh, morbid. No, no. It was it was a toy cast. It was a wrestling toy casket. Like it was the it was the Undertaker kit, of course. Right, right, right. The innards were purple, and it came with a shovel. I don't know if it came with an Undertaker fig. It's not over. This has got to be the one that closes it. You could see that coming too. Yeah. Like they had, that was a bad camera angle. Yeah. You could see his him getting ready to, to brace it. It's the, <laughs> the camera should have been lower in the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should have just seen the hand pop up, or, or out, stopping it. Ugh, Visser is spitting all over the place. Yeah, he. Lo- I got a mask. Those shots, man. Shots to the throat make you spit. Boom. Did I tell you guys about the rat I murdered? No. You murder, murdered a rat? Yeah, I murdered a rat. God damn. Well, what, what, did, what did they tell the cops? <laughs> <laughs> I told them they didn't see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> a horrible powerbomb or chokeslam. Choke I mean, well, I mean, when, you, when you go up against a 500-pounder, you do what you can. Yeah. R.I.P. this. I murdered a rat, but I saved the bird. So. Ooh, big boot to the back of the head, and he falls into the casket. Visceral does. But, um. Mo gets the. Oh, he's in. Mo no. gets save here, and he's trying to attack the Undertaker. Drops his chain and hits the Undertaker with the chain. Nothing happens. Oh, that's go. why the cat's casket is that big. Ah. Uh, okay, I get them both, yeah. Oh, you ruined it, Ryan. <laughs> I'm guessing that's what's going to happen. It might not, but I'm guessing he's going to throw Mo in. Most likely, yeah. Uh, there's a wow. That's a good choke slam. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's a choke slam. Good thing it was on Mo. Yeah. Mo. Mo. <laughs> oh yeah, but um, I murdered a rat and I saved the bird. He's gonna roll him in. 
So what happened? My dad has a shed in the backyard for all his um, l- landscaping stuff. Okay. And last year there was one. And my, I don't know how my dad got rid of it. This year there's been a lot. And like they've been really, really uh, brave. And by brave, I mean... Damn, the Olympic is getting in there with him. Oh, he's taking his gold back. He wants his urn. Yeah. It just it, it looks plastic spray painted. Yeah. It doesn't look like, it does not it look, look like a casual chain at all. So they've been getting really brave. Last week when we were done podcasting, I went outside to eat and these motherfuckers were running halfway out into the yard and then back in where they would see us and like we're just standing around and then like they were doing it over and over again. Right. And, like, the different rats and like one time they ran across and I'm like, damn, it's too much. So my parents, my parents went and bought traps, but they bought multiple traps. They bought, um, let's say, uh, they bought two of the ones that snap down, and one, okay. one of the glue traps. So two rats fell into the snapping ones, and their necks got snapped. Right. But one fell into the glue. Oh no! So he's alive. And they like gnaw their feet off to get it off there. Like yeah, that. They, yeah. The glue trap is the worst. So his his face was actually like stuck to the to the. Try to eat the food and his face got stuck and his legs were stuck. Oh man! Um, so I get home from work and I see my mom sitting in the backyard and I see a glue trap and I see a rat stuck on there, but I also see a bird stuck oh, on, no. on the trap. Yeah. So I tell my mom, I'm like, "Mom, I'm like, what are you gonna do?" She's like, oh, "I'm just gonna throw them away." I'm like, "Well, kill them." I'm like, "I'm gonna throw them." Oh my yeah, god! Like, kill them! I'm like, they, they "Your mom's so mafia." That's all. <laughs> I'm like, put them out of their misery. And she's like, no, I can't do that. And she's like, it's nasty. And I'm like, then I'm going to do it. And she's like, well, let me get out of here. So she leaves. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to stomp them out and get blood on my shoes. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So I'm like. You guys are mafia. Holy crap. (laughs) I'm like, let me put them in the trunk and snap his neck like that. (laughs) Snap his neck with a trunk. Take him out to a field and break out the baseball bat. So, I want to put this rat out of its misery because it's trying to pull its face off of the glue and it's just pulling and squeaking and the, mm. the, and the bird's like, oh, I'm fucking stuck. His wing is like, cause he's like this. His, like, wing, is, His right. wing is stuck in the glue. Oh, fucking fan. Fella almost hit me. <laughs> um, yeah, but his fucking wing stuck in the glue. And... I'm like, all right, I need to find something to put him out of his misery. So I go in the garage. Fancy pants over here. I'm it's my car, car hole. I go to my car hole. <laughs> and I find um, I find a hammer. Trust the old hammer. Oh, I, I knew you were going to go hammer. I really was hoping that you wouldn't. But, I mean, what else do you, can you use? What do you want me to do, Ryan? Stomp him out? <laughs> that, that's what I mean. Like, you got to like... and whack him in the head and it breaks and he's brain damaged and he's still feeling everything. <laughs> Or I get a trusty hammer and I whack him once and he's all good. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> so I go get the hammer. And I'm like, I guess I gotta do this. And I'm like, sorry bird. Sorry rat. So I take a swing at the rat. And his eyes go... And like, oh. bulge out of his head like... And like he starts bleeding from his ears. Like He twitched, <laughs> tw- he twitched twice and that was it. Um... And then, like, let me guess, you put him under a stake and you put it in front of the shed as a message to the rest of the rats. Yeah. <laughs> Just... And then I smeared, I smeared blood on my chest and I, 
I said, Gattaca! <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> something like that. So I did something. Like that. I don't know what I did. And then I had a change of heart on the bird after seeing the fucking that eyes. Used, after yeah. seeing the eyes bulge out after I murdered the, the mouse. Or the rat. Sorry, it's not a mouse. It sounds cute. It's not, it's it's a, a, it's not, yeah, if you kill a mouse, not Disney you kill a mouse you're a horrible human being. If you kill a rat, you're a hero. Well, are mouses this big? I don't think yeah. <laughs> Maybe in Chicago. I don't yeah. know. And um, I didn't want to kill it. So I went and I got two sticks and I put it under its wing and I got the wing off the glue and I got the stick or the the legs out of the glue. And then I handed them over to my nieces and they gave them a bird bath, like three bird baths to try to get all the glue off. And then they clipped, right. they clipped the wings because it was really hard to get the fucking rat glue off because that shit is strong as fuck. And then we put them in a cage and we fed them and we gave them water and we were going to keep them longer but he's a wild animal and he does not like being in the cage. Right. We wanted him to rehabilitate. We have cockatoos. We have other birds and shit, but we were trying to keep him. We just wanted him to be better. I didn't want to kill him. I wanted to save him. So we left him in the cage for like two days. And then I wanted to release him, but my parents decided that while I was at work, they were going to release him sooner rather than later, because I guess they put him in the backyard in the cage and the mom bird, because he was like a middle, like he wasn't a baby bird anymore. He could fly. He was, right. But he wasn't, but he wasn't like full grown. Yeah, yeah. But we had to clip his wings because he had glue on him. So we're like, fuck, we'll, right. we'll let his wings grow back and then we'll let him go. But his mom was going crazy and she was around him. Like maybe she can protect him or whatever and get him into a tree. So we let him go and like, or they let him go. And he kind of just glided into the the trees with her. And hopefully she's just going to feed him till he gets better. It's the best I could do. Right. I gave him a, cha- a second chance at life. Then you went back outside the next but day and he was fucking, stuck in the trap again. Here's, <laughs> here's a message for you fucking rats. You come into my fucking backyard. I'm going to bash your brains in. <laughs> I was half, I was expecting you to like hold your hand up. and, and I, I got So I freed the bird and now I'm stuck to the, to yeah. the trap. <laughs> uh, no, no one's no, helping no. me. No, I, got, I, I knew it was super sticky and like super messy. So I just stuck like a stick under the wing and I kind of pop the window and I didn't like want to like just pull it because I'm like I'm, I don't want to break its bird fucking shit. right yeah they're weak so that's why they can fly here comes Brett super mad or Should ten, free, if, you, if you would freed uh, both the bird and the rat would you have sewn them together like a pigeon rat yeah right <laughs> no what I would have done is I would have put them in the cage and I would have because I named the bird Pidgey and I would have named the other one Ratata or Ratata and I would have I would have broken a mini pool stick and I would have thrown it in there. Or one, I would have thrown one half in there and said... One of you comes out? Yeah, whoever whoever lives is my new pet. <laughs> or gets to gets to go to the wild. Gets to go back into the wild. Well, that's kind of funny because you would put that post up the other day of uh, the grilling and talking about, like, can't wait for the meat prices to go down. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, hey, all you got to do is just go get those uh, those backyard rodents, What's man. Like, same, and then here you are. Day, that same day is when I murdered that rat. That's hilarious. <laughs> I thought I had messaged you and telling you about the rat, but I guess I'd forgotten. But no, that, that same day, I murdered that rat. The other and two, the other two got murdered cooked, by the And time. then you cooked for your father, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, salmon, yes. Yeah, salmon. Here, Dad, I got you some salmon. Salmon is really dark meat, son. Yeah. <laughs> salmon. That's fur. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, never mind. Did you see? Well, there was a story uh, like a week or two ago where some girl was getting sued for $2 million because her boyfriend burnt down the apartment complex that she lived in because he was trying to um, cook a, a, a squirrel with a blowtorch. Mm, sounds delicious. And he accidentally burnt down the damn apartment. Accidentally? <laughs> no. Being stupid is not an accident, all right? Well, I mean... <laughs> He didn't set out to do that, so it's like it, it falls under the technicality of an accident. But yeah, he fucking burnt down a damn apartment, blowtorching a, a, a squirrel. Fuck. That's insane. Oh god damn it! No, I got a good laugh from that one though. Yeah. Sorry, Ron. My phone up and died. No worries. No, it didn't like physically die. It was. Battery. It's just battery. Yeah. It died. You can you can tell these stampede guys and how well they work together, mm-hmm. and you just see how the this they again like I said with the Owen and Diesel match how they flow and how Owen made that match so much better with Diesel here. How much better does Davy look with Brett already? Oh yeah, dude. Well, like, their Intercontinental match was, uh, it's still, it's up there for Intercontinental matches of all time. Yeah, top five. yeah that's, what, that's what I would say. I would say it was probably, to- I, I have it as probably top three and potentially top ten match all time period. But, yeah. Definitely top three when you take out gimmick matches and just straight up wrestling match. They put on a right, yeah, yeah. show. So you. It's like they, people like throwing in there. Oh, well, they didn't, you know, look, they didn't need the weapons. They put on a fucking didn't, fantastic. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't need to include a certain spot or a certain angle. Like they were able to use their natural abilities to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Like Hogan and Warrior. You got that right, Ryan. <laughs> Fuck Jim Cornette with the Santa Claus. I didn't see that before. <laughs> the Santa Claus racket. Has he come out with anything saying any any statements about what what he did? I haven't I haven't heard. The only person that I've heard come out with the accusations was Matt Riddle. Everyone else, I haven't heard anything uh, any denying or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Tessa Blanchard made the list too. Uh, so did Sexy Star. Yeah. Like I want, I, I wonder if it, if it like if it's all of like her, like uh, that's what made me wonder because I've heard that Tessa could be like rough backstage, mm-hmm. but I wonder like if it was like more like a physical, not as much sexual. I wonder, like, but I don't I don't know how these things all work out. But in time, in time. I'm sorry, but if Tessa Blanchard was like, "Hey, you got to eat my box to get a pet," I'll be like, "All right." Oh, if, I have, if, if I have, to, I have, I have to, I have to. If that's the dues, that's the dues. But guys and girls are different, man. Well, Joe Rogan on... Oh, yeah. Forgot about it, that one. No, no. I was going to say on, on his comedy special, I think it's Triggered. Yeah. It's the one from two years ago. He he talks about Harvey Weinstein. And he says like how guys, like, you know, if the, if, imagine the guys are like, oh, I don't understand what's so wrong with it. And he's like, imagine if the roles are reversed and there was some overweight, disgusting-looking like 60 year old woman that said you want to do this mm-hmm. you have to fuck me like and he points it out and it's like i, I forget the whole joke i don't want to ruin it yeah. but they can, well, and it's true like you start you well, start here's an example of that joke i'm part of the toy community because i buy all this stuff and part of the gaming community which everyone knows you know everyone plays video games but 
being part of the toy community comes hand in hand with being part of a, uh, a video game community. But there's always the meme of the young the young man looking distraught and the old lady in her bra and panties and it says uh secured that fig money or secured that ps4 or secured that ps5 i i i think i I saw something like that for the for the the new xbox and the new ps5 yeah i saw something like that (laughs) yeah that's the joke you know you sleep with an old lady because she's gonna pay for your ps4 a new wave of toys or something or whatever yeah no, just to say there was a good, that good moment there where Bulldog knocked the referee down so he doesn't want to get disqualified, so he walks over, picks him up, and says, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're brushing over a good-ass match over here between these two. Yeah. We, we, you talked about it right in the beginning. This is our, yeah, you did. You broke it down. Yeah, the, the Intercontinental leading into this one. Mm-hmm. Brother-in-law versus brother-in-law. So on Raw, you actually have... Uh a heel turn from Brett's sister as well. It's a complete different uh, Diana than we've seen before. She's, yeah, she's yeah, on, she's... She's with even her husband this, 100%. Even in this, yeah, like at, at the SummerSlam match, she was very torn on what she wanted to do, but yeah, like I, I know this match in and out. I've watched it so many times, and in this match, she is upset when Brett's winning, and she is happy when Bulldog is in the offensive, as, as we're seeing right here. Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> uh, I, got, I, mean, I guess I'm, I, do I have to record that song somewhere <laughs> are you going to release the tape too <laughs> Guys, I, I'm going to get myself a race car bed <laughs> I, wouldn't mind on a food I mean it's it's out there I haven't I haven't said anything on the show but it's out there now for everyone yeah the yeah, the how, wife and I are splitting, so you don't have to say anything if you don't want to. But how? No, I, yeah, I no, be, no, it's all good. Like, I, it, it's it's out to the to. I would be pissed about that post myself, you know. But hmm? that's just me. Oh no, we 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 discussed it mm-hmm. beforehand. Like it's it's and then yeah, it's all good. We were just letting letting everybody know because I mean, you don't want to make. 14 phone calls and forget to make that 15th and then someone finds out the wrong way right just yeah, you know yeah. here just tell everyone let everyone know what's going down and go from there and but yeah it's it's out there it's not a big deal it's not like you know i'm not a celebrity i'm not gonna be about to lose 500 million dollars in, in something you know i mean it's 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 it's, it's amicable it's all good we're we're fine yeah we're healthy i mean what what can i do right i mean if i if i if i dwell I'll be. I don't want to go dark. I, it, this is a, just a bad joke. But you know, if you dwell, you end up hanging from a tree. You know, like that's like you can't. You you don't want like you have to find a silver lining to push yourself through day to day. Like you know, like I, I've talked to you. I've talked to Jeff. I've talked to the people. Like I got a good support system. It's all good. Yeah. And that's and that's important. Yeah. We'll get through this. Oh yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. It's all good. Russell will get us through. I always said that I was. I made the joke to to Kara. I'm like, so you can have this friend, but I really want that friend. And she goes, "Why are we splitting?" She's like, "Why are we splitting our friends?" I'm like, "Oh, that's right. You don't watch Kirby Enthusiasm, where Larry's uh, Larry loses all of his friends because no one wants to be friends with him when they when him and uh, him and his wife separate." Yeah. <laughs> no, there's nah. definitely that. that yeah, like I mean, what it's like, yeah. I know who I I know who's got my back, and I know who who not will hurt me, but I know who is more likely to go towards Kara. Mm-hmm. Put it that way. So it's all good. It's fine. It's all good. Ooh, Fred almost went way too fast on that flip. Yeah. 
Calm it down, Brett. You want to land on your feet? Well, I mean, yeah. Like, he's a, Owen's go, Owen lands on his neck. Brett lands on his feet. <laughs> like the heart, the heart boys are going hard in the paint. Overzealous today. Yeah. Something in that Philadelphia water. Oh, that's it. Could be an ECW big thing. They're in Philadelphia for this uh, pay per view. That would make a lot of sense as to why. Bubba's probably in the fucking crowd. You're probably right on that one. Then. Probably, yeah, so it probably was the Dudley Boy family member in some way, shape, or form. <sighs> Which he's probably still there. I just stopped tracking him. Yeah, I gave, after I saw him, I think he, he was standing up for a while, I think, because they were trying to get some free merchandise to sell at the ECW show. Mm -hmm. Santa's throwing stuff out there trying to snag it. <laughs> you mark it up. Ask him, ref, ask him. It's it, it is funny because it it oh, it is hard to see Jim Cornette and laugh at his antics, knowing things now though. You know what I mean? Like it's this match to me. I used to laugh when he would do those things and look like oh whatever this and that. But now when I see him, I'm just like oh you're funny, but you're kind of a scumbag. <laughs> Can't dwell. Boom! Atomic drop. That's one I never really understood. The headbutt to the groin. Like, that was always the one, like, like why do you have to do that? And that was like a Bret Hart special. Running Bulldog from Bret Hart there. That's a Bret Hart special, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bulldog took that one kind of weird, too. It looks like he tried to roll over too soon. Oh, the move that we rarely see anymore. Uh-oh. Ah! That looked a little iffy, man. Mm-hmm. Like, he barely got it without fucking up his neck. Yeah. But, I mean, Bulldog's neck is so thick anyway, right? Like, it's... Because Bulldog, I think here he's doing 90% of the steroids in the locker room. Like, he's... Shorter than Brett, but almost two times as wide. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's funny, too, like, you can see, I mean, it's a testament to Brett, but, like, Bulldog wrestled that match at SummerSlam. Um, I forget the whole thing, so forgive me if I am wrong, but Davey Boy was higher than a kite on meth or crack or something yeah, no, you're right. you're right. it was something hard ever but he and he didn't sleep for like two nights going into and brett carried that match start to finish yeah. and both and to bulldogs credit he did that match and he performed just as well but you see oh nice reversal you see how um how much better the flow is when Bulldog is a little cleaner. Um, it, it, it's not necessarily like the, like better. I don't I know, think... Ryan. You've ever fucking had a match on crack? It's pretty much <laughs> the best thing in the world. Fair enough. Play. That's true. I've gone to, I've gone to jujitsu super high as hell after a couple blunts or Muay Thai. That's pretty fun. Never on crack though. That's what Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has said that in the past, like he would, like he would get higher than to go roll because he would focus more. Well, with me, it was just like we were smoking, 
because my friends would be out of school and I'd be out of work. And we'd, uh, we'd be at home. We'd all meet up pretty much at the same time at home or at the frat house. And we'd smoke, smoke, smoke. But, like, class was, like, at 6.30. So a couple of hours, like, smoke two blunts, and then you go super high to, <laughs> to, to work out, work it out of you. I'd get there, and the coach would be like, Aha, Rafael, you feeling good today? I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know it. And then he'd be like, all right. We, would go, we were going for a run anyways. But like, all right, get out. He's like, he knew. We were just going to get out of oh, your system. Right. Like, run it out. There's the blood. That's the picture I used because there was a lot of blood. Yeah. Did he blade? I was going to ask you if you knew that because he hit that pole, mm-hmm. and it, and it's it's – yeah, I think I think it was an accident because Cornette just said he's fine. But it, but I mean, I it, it, there wasn't a lot of blood in this era, also, right? Yeah, they, they didn't want them to use it. And look, it looks like the referee's like legit concerned for a sec. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was an accident. Um, but I, like I said, I don't know. It's it's wrestling, right? It's. It's you know the referee does does his job to make sure you're okay. Now that's a nice, Boom. a nice uh, power. That's how you do a pile driver. You kind of lean back a little bit, let the guy f- f- fall off you a bit. Bulldog's covered in bullet too. Well, Brett's yeah, that might have been an accident. They're checking up on Brett. This guy's covered yeah. in blood. It's funny because like I said like I've watched this match more than enough times in my life. This is one of my favorite Bret Hart matches. And it's it is funny to uh to not have ever looked up this match to see if it was a blade or an accident. Oh fuck, man! <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It, it and it's also the location. It's a little weird. It's not more. It looks like it's not centered enough because it's it's more one side of his face. But sometimes an accident can tell a better story, right? Yeah. Well, you want blood. You can't fake blood. That's what they say. Yeah. But. Give these guys give them enough a lot of time considering it's the bulldog. I'm so, but I I guess it's Brett too. Oof. Now, Raph, what are the benefits of a falling, slipping, diving headbutt onto your opponent's ass? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, Ryan, you can hit them in the sciatica and they have the back spasms to the point where they couldn't get up. Uh, God, well, I guess Kevin Bulldog almost fell on that one. Ooh, here we go. Nice, we're nice airports. Yeah, because the sciatic, you're right, boo. He's working on the sciatic nerve. Oh, my God, the ref, <laughs> ref got kicked in the head. Oh, but he's fine. I've seen Lesser take them out. And that's the thing. That's what I love. Like, when the referee gets, like, like yeah, he gets kicked in the head legit, and he's up and walking. And then other times, like, <laughs> he gets, like, a little bump, and he falls inside the ring, and he's out for, like, 25 minutes. <laughs> it's like, it's like oh, come on. Like... Like if I was a ref, I would want to train and actually take like a solid bump. Like if you want to, if I have to be hurt for the angle, I want you to actually like, like make it like make it believable. Like, oh, 
Sadik is no joke. No, it's not. Look at his fucking Bulldog's pants are all... They're turning all red now. They're turning all red, yeah. I mean, the ring's looking more like the UFC than it's looking like a wrestling ring. Yeah. You know, he pissed me off <clears throat> about last night with Curtis Blades. He did what he had to do to win, which, you know, Styles win fights. Mm -hmm. I Dana White coming out afterwards and saying, like, oh, he, you know, he talked a big game and then he puts out that performance and like, it's, it's bull, blah, 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 all that stuff. But meanwhile, like the fight that I went to, GSP Nate Diaz, GSP though it was probably the only time where he talked smack about wanting to hurt Nate Diaz and people won't be able to recognize Nate Diaz and blah blah blah. And then GSP had a GSP fight where he wrestled him, and Dana White's like, "Yeah, it's another great performance and all this stuff." It's like Dana White is like, it's like if you sell, Dana White does not care what you say or do. But the second you stop selling, man, or the second that you haven't, it's, or if you have not sold, I should say also, like he, but like. Ah, oh, pisses me off, no, I man. Get, I get what you're saying because that Blades one, it was, uh, it wasn't a boring match. I've seen way boring because, matches. And I didn't know that Blades was talking a lot of trash about it beforehand. I didn't know that. Oh, he said he was just gonna. He's like, if you guys, he's like, if you guys are looking for uh, striking display, don't watch this main event. I'm gonna ragdoll this motherfucker pretty much. Okay. I'm I'm ad libbing it, but th that was pretty much what he was saying. I'm if you guys want a striking display in the main event, don't tune in tonight. I'm in, I'm gonna ragdoll him. Yeah, now me. He did it. Yeah, he wrestled him, beat the shit out of him, ragdolled him. He threw him around a couple of times too. Oh, bulldog getting all that blood dripped on him. <sighs> so much blood. Yeah. Oh. Look where it started over there too. You see a little pile. Yeah. Little puddle. Oh. Uh oh. Oh. Bulldog caught Brett in the running power slam. Damn. Onto the outside. Of they're the doing. Pants. They're doing. They're doing some spots here now. Yeah. I like this mic arm thing. I can move wherever I want now. What? Twisted. Talking to whatever side I want. Picks it up anywhere. Subscribe to the podcast. So I can buy more more cool podcast stuff. Cocksuckers. Yeah. We once the borders open up, we'll be able to do some live stuff. You know, meet up somewhere. Oh yeah. I'm doing good, Stinky. How are you doing? So that'll. How are the kids doing? Good. Back from the pack. Back from the pack. Oh. Bulldog getting tasted his own medicine there. We're getting hit in the nuts. Damn. Look at this fan. This fan is getting into it. Yeah. The feet, the lady. Covered in blood. <laughs> She's like, what the hell? You ruined my pants. <laughs> So you get for wearing white jeans to the fucking wrestling show, lady. In, yeah, in Philadelphia. She, she looks. Yeah, that doesn't say why is she so mad, but ah, Philadelphia. When you said we could do uh, when the borders open up and we could do stuff live, I was like, "Ooh, Ryan, that sounded kinky." <laughs> well, it's up to you if you want to record it. <laughs> hey, the casting couch is right there. <laughs> oh fuck. I'm joined now, ladies oh, and gentlemen, by Jim Cornette. Excellent. Did you? Could you hear that? All right. No, I didn't hear anything. No, uh, I can hear you. Oh! A video came up where it, oh, oh God, no. just bounced off his fucking yeah. skull. It was wrestling related. It was. It was gonna be a. Uh, Jim Ross. It's like, hi, right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here interviewing Jim Cornette. And I'm like, oh shit. 
<laughs> Some video popped up. I was looking up Brett. I was looking up if Brett um, bladed or not, but I can't find it. What does it say? Does it say if it was I don't remember it was... in his. I don't remember in his. I, I just read his book at the end of last year, and I don't remember him mentioning it. Now that I think about it, but. Yeah, I don't know. Some guy, I don't know. Some some idiot. Oh, Davy Boy with the roll. Yeah, the tights. Pull the tights. Oh, Brett's gonna. Nope. Brett was gonna pull the tights on the roll up. Very very reminiscent of the uh, the finish to their Wembley match. Yeah. Oh, the fucking air. Oh, nice. <laughs> It's like he just kind of bent over and Bulldog just dumped, jumped and missed. <laughs> Maybe Bulldog is high here. On life? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you were a little bit behind and now you're like a little bit ahead. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Uh, time zone differences? There's weird time yeah, I mean, inflections? Because it's all through, well, it's all through the network. Yeah. No, well, like, when, when I was... Maybe, well, maybe one of us... Maybe I lagged a little bit. Maybe, maybe, notice. yeah. Because, you know, when I went to go uh, visit Jeff, I time time traveled for an hour. You time yes. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, that's right. And that's it, right? Did he get pinned with the... Uh, yeah, that's a three. With the, what is it, the crossbody? No, the crucifix? Yeah, crucifix pin. Mm-hmm. And that's it, guys. No, a nice cheap, cheap knockoff Hulk Hogan in there too. How? Oh, knockoff Hulk Hogan. I thought I thought you said knock on Hulk Hogan. I'm like, how with the? Oh no, yeah, with the crucifix. I'm like, what? Because he's Jesus to wrestling. I'm like, what are you? I'm like, what are you saying, Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) What biblical terms are you speaking of? (laughs) (laughs) No, I I don't know if you saw the one fan, but he had like he looked like a cheap knockoff of Hogan. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was probably the guy that they hired for the billionaire Ted skits. <laughs> we can't pay you, but we'll give you front row seats to some events. I like the Hitman's gear here. Yeah. I think that's, is that the figure I have? The uh, um, Elite? Yeah. No, the Elite. Ultimate Edition. The, the, that's the same one that I have, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with the jacket and shit. Yeah, that one is King of the Ring 95 <laughs> against Diesel. Okay, so it might just be altered a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. In your house extra. What is this? Is this an interview segment? Hey, Stinky. What, buddy? Oh, Diesel's confronting the Undertaker here. Versus um, Brett, and I think that's when Taker pulls him. No, 
No, Taker gets the rest of the Royal Rumble title shot at in your house in February. It's the cage match Diesel and Brett where Diesel gets pulled under the ring. Mm -hmm. And then that sets up the WrestleMania showdown between Diesel and Taker. So if you guys actually want to check those out, we have actually one through six, I think. There might be a seven up there that we did as well. Yeah, we did. We yeah, we, we did like one or two earlier on yeah. um, before we decided to start doing the Razor getting a love letter from Goldust. I wish I got a love letter from Goldust. <laughs> That's it, guys, right? They're just showing highlights now? Yeah, it's just the highlights now and then and the snowball. The cum shot on the, the <laughs> Uh, well, Ryan, I want to thank you for joining me once again on the Full Heel Podcast, uh, breaking yep. down and giving our commentary. Yeah, I know we got a little social justice warrior or a little bit woke, but shit does need to change. And yep, one hundred percent, people need to be held accountable for their actions. They do. Yeah, and that's it. And we're seeing it now. And it's. I think the the reason why we talked about it is because we talk wrestling. If me and Raph were breaking down basketball games, we probably wouldn't have gotten brought up. But yeah. Well, like the thing is, it's happening right now in wrestling. It's happening right now with Joe Rogan. They're well, they're talking about it, and it's happening with that, yeah. comedians like that I like. So it's kind of in the atmosphere of my life and what I'm doing. So I I just wanted right, to address right. it because it's been in my head, and it, it, it kind of helps to you know talk to someone about it. Right, right. So I want and, to thank you, Ryan, again for joining me here on the Full Heel Podcast. Um, anything before we get out of here? Uh you know, sorry, my computer's froze just a second. Uh, honestly, like I like I said last week, thank you again for the support and everything. Uh, much appreciated all uh, through everything. Ninety uh, percent chance I won't be here next week. It, if depending on where we're at. I like I, I, I might be able to jump, but it's highly unlikely. And then, yeah, I'll be a, probably. I'm thinking two to three weeks where I, I will not be here. But like I said last week, full heel nation, I will be back to watch some fun wrestling with Raph eventually. And uh, for sure, for sure, together as a nation. Yeah, and there will be content uh, up on the network, either me playing video games with my nephews or something, or me. Doing maybe in your house, uh, we already did six, so maybe seven or something. I don't know. I'll figure something out. There's still going to be content for you guys to keep going. Bear with us while we get stuff figured out. Um, fight companions are back, so there'll be those. Yeah. Uh, I had two can over yesterday. It was fun. Um, so, yeah. Frank, Frank. Frankie's slipping up Liverpool every Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Frankie's doing uh, football on Full Heel Network, so there's always that on the network as well. And I know I... I've mentioned it before, but I'm going to say it again so people start knowing what I'm going to do with it. I have a separate channel already for my gaming. I don't want to overload the uh, the FHP network with me streaming my gameplay because it's kind of a separate thing. I want to get people that are gamers to see my content as well. So that's why there's some videos up there, but I'm going to start putting my videos up on a separate channel. I think it's called the Donkeytron channel, if I'm not mistaken. Donkeytron Network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll put I'll put it out there, but I'll upload my live streams there, and my majority of my gaming is going to go there. But there will also be clips, and every so often I will throw it up on the main channel. So that's what it's going to be now. The Full Heel Podcast Network channel is the main channel. 
I will have my gaming channel. Eventually, if Frankie wants to, we can have the soccer or the football on full heels channel where everything would be there and then we can do clips on the main channel and the main channel right. would be my podcast plus clips of every other thing that i'm doing outside of the network um yeah so go ahead and subscribe to the network to get football on full heel anything and everything that having to do with soccer not me i'm producing but it's my buddy frankie my fraternity brother frankie from college him and my other fraternity brother jose Shout out to Omega Delta Phi and our buddy Andres that also went to college with us. It was their roommate. Uh, so go ahead and check that out. That's on the network. Football on Full Heel. So Full Heel Podcast Network will get you all of that. So go ahead and subscribe to that. And if you don't want to listen to that, you you got uh, you got me. You got me doing uh, stuff with Ryan on uh, WWE. And then you have Fight Companions on Saturday where I have a collaboration with the football and Full Heel guys. They come and they do Fight Companions with me, which was originally what we were doing. So go ahead and subscribe to the network. A bunch of cool stuff for you guys to get entertained with. And uh, yeah, I'm playing with Jamie. If you guys remember Jamie the Jobber, me and him uh, playing BR Duos in Warzone. Um, I just got the pass for maybe a year, I think, the game pass on Xbox Live, so I could have whatever games they throw up there for free or like a dollar for the nice. whole year. Cause nice. That was like the deal they had right now where if you did it, it was as long as you had your subscription. Some subscriptions are up to three years, like paid for in full. I have mine paid for the year. So that dollar will stretch the whole year long. If I had three months, it would have been three months. Because I haven't done the Game Pass, but there's this deal that's going on. I don't know because maybe of COVID or something, but I don't know if I showed them this. Did I show them this controller thing too? Look. Uh, briefly, yeah, at the very beginning. Look at that. I showed you, right? Yeah. Look at that Master Chief holding on my controller, which is pretty awesome. But like I said, go ahead and subscribe to the network. Maybe I'll start doing more Fig uh, opening things. And that, that would go on the gaming channel, I guess, as well. Uh, fig Reviews. And that would, yeah, there you go. And then clips would be brought over here. I could just do like a mashup of stuff. Um, I should do a review on this fucking, on this thing. The fucking... <laughs> thank you, thank you. Zoom L eight, whatever it is, it's all complicated. But I'm getting used to it too. So, like I said, subscribe to the network. Audio is gonna get better with time. I'm learning how to use my Zoom L eight. I know it was better with the other mics, but the only way to get better with this is to use this. So, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Go ahead right now. It's at the bottom of the screen, that little red button. And if you just want the audio, we're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Take us with you at work. Take us with you while you're cleaning, taking a shit, taking a shower, driving in the car, whatever you want to do. We'll be there with you. We'll be there. We'll be your buddies. Uh, me and Ryan and me and my other buddies. So, check us out. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time on The Fool. Thank you.